What are we calling the show this year? This is the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan. Patriots chinwag. Patriots before the game show. Jones, he's throwing it toward Thornton. Left corner of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, New England. Hey, it's the Patriots. The Patriots pregame show is your source for all the latest news and information before every game. He took it to the house again. Here we and go. The Patriots take the lead. With Hardy. What do, you, what do you mean you haven't been to McDonald's in 20 years? Uh, Mike Dassault. My favorite part of this key, though, is that it's actually a key to nothing. Right. It's not, it's not even, it's not even beveled. Paul Perillo. Fred just texted me, 124 a.m. with a question. <laughs> <laughs> and Tamara Brown. We need to talk about all the ways we want Tamara to change in 2024. Oh, wow. Don't you? So. Patriots Nation, welcome to the Patriots pregame show, presented by Duncan. Did everyone bring their list of things we would like Tamara to do differently in the new year? Yeah, it's a very short list. It's nothing, Tamara. Just be you. I love that. <laughs> okay, that, I guess I'll start. Then. Tamara. <laughs> Deuce is my favorite person, officially. Uh, welcome into the Patriots pregame show, Fueled by Duncan. Final game of the year. Patriots host the Jets today at a uh, very snowy, wet, cold, uh, disgusting day in Foxborough. How was it? How was everybody getting in here today? Were everybody okay? It was a dream. I rolled right in. There was no no traffic or anything. I got here in like eight minutes. It was uh, surprisingly easy peasy. A little bit of a walk though from out in uh, Spooky World. That yeah, was, that was a little wet and gross. But hey, we're here. Traffic wise, there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing coming in here today. It was just like you said, the walk in, and I. I did encounter a few people tailgating already. I'm like, why? Those are the diehard fans. Why? Those you are encountered, the diehard fans. You encountered a tailgater? Yeah. There was not a single Several. person in the parking lot, and I got here about a half hour, 40 minutes before you. I saw two. Not one person I saw on my walk across. No, wow. my, my favorite thing with this drive This is going to be is, bad. Is, <laughs> you see some of them, but it's like the, the clothing choices that people have made today. Like, there's, you know, like I saw a guy in just jeans and a jersey and maybe like a sweatshirt oh, underneath and, and like the snow they don't is so care. wet <laughs> the I'm snow like, is so wet like, like seven hours get, to go i'm sure you'll be fine bro you're gonna get cold are you gonna catch a cold i, I guess they it. feel that you know once they drink enough alcohol that'll give them a nice coat <laughs> right Facts, so they don't right. need a coat it offsets the uh, hypothermia <laughs> that will will set in inevitably in the middle of the game when that cold front moves in oh yeah yeah did anybody have to like shovel or anything to get out today paul you got more snow up by you i did not have to shovel to get out no. How did he? I thought he was in the jackpot. I thought he was going to get a honey pot no, up there. No, 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 no honey pot. No, no. There? I think it's more like further west. west. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. I, I shoveled just because I got more than here, but not a, like maybe two or three inches. Yeah, okay. I, I did just because it's going to be wet and it's probably going to freeze this afternoon. So, so you got to get rid of some of it. My thought—that's what, that's what TJs are for. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a TJ yet. About a year away from that. Well, I could ask both, and that my kids w- would do it. <sighs> But uh, Calvin is sick, so oh. he's just he's been under the weather for a couple of days. I wouldn't force him to do it. And if I'm just asking the girl, well, Katie is wonderful. She's you know, a great kid. She's not doing it. I just know. Oh. You know Absolutely not. There's plenty snow. of other things, but I mean, Absolutely it's just not. her going out there. It, there would be so much conversation about it between me and her or her and her mother that it's like at, at that point just oh, be done with it. It's not even worth the effort. No, right. You'd no. rather just go do yourself. Yeah, she. W- I mean, she could be a lawyer. 
I mean, she would absolutely. She, and she's not like fresh about it. She's like, I just wonder if, you know, she poses things in a very thoughtful manner. I <laughs> she wonder sounds if, like a funny girl. Uh, oh, she's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who she gets it from. There's got to be a progressive commercial in there, though, about turning into your parents. Oh, and like our thoughts about shoveling and the best time to get it up. Oh, yeah, well, well, the sun's going to hit this later. And I know, know and my, my neighbor's like, you oh. know, construction, blue collar guy. And, and, and he always just like waits till it's all done. And then he just goes does it at once and I don't know I, I like to kind of progressively do it then I always feel like I'm being judged by a real man next door why are you doing it now that's ridiculous right I, maybe I'm not one of those progressive parents then I don't give it any thought at all you just, I just make sure I get it done whenever you do it once what yeah, about a sometimes? big storm depends I, if, I, if it's a big enough storm you need the snow blower I usually wait till the end I think That's about right. it nonstop. I yeah. think Deuce and I are alike. It's like I gave that a lot of thought this morning. I was out there this Look morning. Look at you guys. Yeah. Getting know. it done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dad's Getting just it like, done. Ah, whatever. It'll work itself out. Well, that's obviously It'll melt. The, the most important topic Sun's of conversation. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> on, this pre, on this particular pregame show, uh, there, are, there have been reports. There are reports. There continue to be reports about whether or not this will, in fact, be Bill Belichick's last game as head coach of the New England Patriots. Yeah. Uh Deuce, you want to you want to give us your thoughts initially here. Um Diana Rossini had something. Uh there was a couple other just little yeah. uh, not n- nothing new this morning that I saw unless you've seen something but m- mostly just kind of reiterating um what what we're already hearing. Yeah, I would just sum it up by saying it feels like everybody thinks that it's kind of over but nobody knows for sure including you know people talking I, I forget who wrote you know it's just nobody knows what's going on within the building um you know I, I'm blanking on who had that initial report of of everybody's just it's business as usual around here which is what it seemed like except for you know Bill getting sick at the end of the week but I don't know I just it, right now the tea leaves everybody sounds like we think this is it we don't know exactly um, you know, there's obviously been a bunch of stuff about Mike Vrabel, too, being kind of circulated about what might his his future be in Tennessee. So uh, it's all going to happen quick over the next couple of days. We'll start getting some real answers. But it seems like right now everybody's kind of expecting this. This might be it. Oh. What do you think, Tamara? Is this it? I think this is it, especially if the reports, of, like you said, the reports of the reports that we've seen this week, especially the one about him wanting to keep Patricia as OC, that which that was very confusing to me and just reading that long article by Andrew Callahan and I forgot who the other person was but reading that article it's like if those things in that article are true it's all adding up to someone who no longer has the support of like his team and his support staff everything is just derailing from Mm -hmm. that article Um, and some things were just really eyebrow raising and so I think that it's just time for a a fresh start is this it Paul yeah I mean I think my feeling hasn't really changed over the course of the season. You know, once once it was apparent, I'd say Saints game, once it was apparent mm-hmm. where the season was going, I felt like a change was coming. All right. Um, let's get to our keys to the game. We're going to go behind enemy lines here in just a little while. Why did you leave the keys up on the table? You wanted to. You've waited all week for it. The whole team's <laughs> in the locker room right now just listening to this, waiting to hear what you're going to say. Without these keys, the Patriots are destined and doomed to fail. Here are Hardy, Paul, Mike, and Tamara's keys to the game. Why did I steal your key to the game also? There have been some unworthy key holders throughout this season. <laughs> none uh, more so than last week. None more hey. so than last week. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I forget who gave it away. Was it our friend down in North Carolina? One of our friends in North Carolina? Yeah, somebody really smart who knows yeah. football. So uh, uh, Pat Nagwam, who is listening on hold, is that how this thing works? Okay, Pat, you will be the key decider here for this final uh, key to be given out. 
uh, Week 18, Patriots, Jets. Uh, Deuce, since you are the current key holder, you go first. What is the key to the game today? That minds most turnovers loses. Um, two teams, <laughs> Patriots, uh, the Jets tied for league league, thir- like 31, 32 turnovers. Patriots not too far behind. I think they have 27. Um, it's it's a kind of a wet, sloppy day. It's a little cold. I just, I think really boil it down what we've seen from this Patriots team and this Jets team all year long. Uh, it's just about turnovers and who, who wins that kind of battle, uh, who's going to be secure with the ball in these kind of conditions. So I just think Whoever has the most turnovers is probably going to lose this game, so hold on to the ball, and, and you probably got a good chance to win. Period. Great. Really, really di- dynamite stuff. Thanks. Literally okay. looking at all four of these. Why don't you just give it to him now? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Pat, <laughs> I, if you want to give it to Deuce, I, I don't even know what what constitutes a good key anymore. Tamara, what's I'm yours? I'm just laughing looking at all of our keys on this paper because like, I feel like the last couple of weeks we've had some really like interesting keys based off of certain themes and stuff, and you look at these, and it's just comical. Well, yeah. Well, that, here I mean, we are, <laughs> and here we are, and here we are. I don't so want to spoil it. So this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your key? Mine is have a pulse. I mean, similar to what Deuce said, like this is a Jets team who turns the football over a lot. They also give up a, a bunch of sacks. They've also have ineffective quarterback problems, like where they've just been rotating quarterbacks. Obviously, the Patriots have their own issues, but it, offensively, no team has scored less touchdowns, offensive touchdowns than them. All you have to do is have a pulse. Don't turn what, the ball over. Coincidentally, Don't was, be, the, was the only uh, prerequisite on my application to Michigan State in 1989. <laughs> have a pulse. Just have a pulse and you can win this game. Yeah. I think this is a team, too, where it's like they're offensively, they do have weapons. But Brees Hall, you've already seen what this defense can do, the Patriots can do. They can shut down the run. So if they're trying to lean on him today, especially in these conditions, I think the Patriots have the upper hand. So just have a pulse. Do what you've been already doing. Don't turn the ball over. Don't suck. Yeah. Okay. You can win the game. Don't suck. Paul? Yeah, my uh, there's a uh, typo in mine. It's not uh, avoid over time. It's uh, <laughs> it's avoid overtime. Um, it's one word. Um, I, I don't I don't want to be here any longer than I need to be today. Um, I don't think the game really has much of anything um, in terms of any meaning in a in a meaningful way. I'm not a huge like oh they got to lose this game for the to dra- yeah like they'll they'll figure out yep. when the, when the games are all over today. They'll tell you where the Patriots are drafting. You know, it might be two, it might be five, it might be somewhere in between. Um, but Three, I'm not, I'm not overly even. interested in that. Um, just like get the game over today. Everybody stay healthy, um, and and try to try to do it without having to go to overtime. Yeah. Well, I mean, to that end, I would say uh, for for my key today. Uh, don't make it obvious. <laughs> don't if you if you have decided that you really don't want to win this thing, you want to have a chance at the number two overall pick. Don't make it obvious, Bill. I would say don't make it obvious that moving on from you is the uh, absolute best choice either. Don't go out there and do anything that is going to uh, tarnish things even more than maybe perhaps they've already been tarnished. And even to myself. Don't make it obvious that this is most likely your last pre- and post-game show and you just want to get the hell out of here. Let's not make it obvious <laughs> here today, guys, okay? Let's what, do like good by work. like coming three minutes before the show he started? Just, he just broke board. news. No, no. He just broke news right there. I don't know. I haven't been offered the job again, and I, I don't told know. you you have been offered the job well, for life. Um, these are our keys. From Deuce, most turnovers loses. That's not even a key. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, these keys this week are just very funny subtext. compared to previous you weeks. You have to think about Tamara my says, have a pulse. Paul says, avoid over. Time. And then, time. Yeah, see? <laughs> 
And You're my, right. That's what it says. And it's my, not what I. That's not what I wrote. But that's that's what it is. What it says. And mine is don't make it obvious. So Pat in Agawam, who has the best key this week? Who will retain the key not only for the rest of the day but for the entire off season? All right, I'm going to give it to you guys. Um, and I also want to like give you my crazy conspiracy theory afterwards. Okay. Um, Hardy, I kind of want to give it to you oh. because I don't know if you're going to be back, but. I'm purposely not going to give it to you because uh, you will come back next year and, nice. you, and you can and you can win it. No, um, no key for you. Deuce, you, you, great logic, but I have to give it to Paul because I don't. Oh. <laughs> but his says don't uh, to avoid over time. Time, you know, it's over it's, it's over time. time. Things happen uh, oh. over a period of time. Okay, well, you know, right? In that, in right? That, oh, in that case, give it to him. All right, oh, good job, we, Paul. Can we play Thank you. Some pomp Thank and you very much. Song Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Where's, where's our yeah our regal song? Uh, where's uh, our no. where's our presentation key music? Presenta- key presentation music. Hold on a second. So I am more interested, cousin Patty, in the there it is. I'm more interested in the right on cue conspiracy theory. It's a great show. Here's, here's my conspiracy theory. All right. I do believe, in some form or fashion, Bill Belichick's coming back next year. And here's why. I okay. mean, it's a completely absurd conspiracy theory. But if you go on game time, you can get tickets for this game for 25 35 bucks. And I think if this was truly Belichick's last game, I think I think Oh, Pat, yeah. we're losing oh. you. are breaking up. Plus, That's we have, bad. Bad logic. We have our guest in studio. I didn't even know Antoine was going to be in studio today, so let's get to it. You know the view from New England. We go behind enemy lines. But what about the view from the other side? And that's why you're our favorite uh, pregame show uh, guest yeah. every year. You guys know you tell everybody that. Oh, yeah. I was on with you guys in 2018, Thursday Night Football. Yeah. And I was told I was the favorite guest of the show. <laughs> nope. No. Time now to go behind enemy lines. My God, it's coming right for us. Joining us in studio, our favorite of all behind the enemy lines guests when they're in studio. <laughs> and we love I, when they're in studio. Well, we love you when you're in studio. Uh, Antoine, Antoine, have a donut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have one after we get Okay. Uh, Antoine Staley from the New York Daily News. Thank you so much for being with us, Hardy. That's Mike, Tamara, Paul. I actually know you guys, so yeah. I, I, have I've you been with before. us before? I have not, but oh. I, I've seen I've seen the pregame and Ew. also listened to it as oh, well. Oh boy! So. All right. Oh boy! Well, how's that working? <laughs> nothing. <out>? Nothing <laughs> good can ever start with that comment. No, I know who you guys are. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know yeah. what you said. I, I, mean I know. That, I know what you said. I mean that is a compliment. <laughs> All right. So when Bill okay. Belichick says that. That's not good. <laughs> oh, well, he says it. No, it's absolutely no. You're absolutely yeah, The last time he said it to me was like 2003, in fairness. So, yeah. Yeah, there we've you been go. All right. There you go. Well, uh, also, wait, can we talk about how he has on a Charlotte Hornets hat? I'm yeah. from North Carolina originally. If you okay. can hear the Southern twang. Mm-hmm. There a little you bit. Go. There you not go. at all. Uh, what, what part? <laughs> uh, What's the Salem? Okay. Uh, we don't know anyone in Winston-Salem. We no, got we get calls from Raleigh. It's like Wake Territory. Charlotte. Right? Yes, that's Wake, Wake Forest. Forest is in Winston-Salem. Yes, okay. that's okay. correct. I have, job, pe- I have people in Durham. But you have people? I have people. That's a North Carolina. Like Don Draper, he a, has no people. That is a, a southern expression, people. Yeah, I, yes. people are there. I grew up about 80 miles from Durham, so that's okay. that in perspective. All right, good. And all this right. is what you get when you come down in studio with right. us. You get, to exactly. talk, you get to talk nonsense. That's why I was like, yeah, that's why it would be better. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do it on the phone. I'm well, used to that, do it in person. We're not going to break down no. this game X's and O's. Why? No. no. What do? <laughs> My well, sister has so. been in Durham about 20 years now, and after she's there about six months, she called me up one day. She said, so. Do you know what the plural of y'all is? I said, no. She said, 
all y'all. Oh, like, wow. It's not y'all's? Oh, it's all y'all. It's all y'all. y'all. Like, oh. I just use y'all. So, yeah, I don't y'all oh, you use, you know what? I'll tell her she was wrong. Yeah. Or it's changed. <laughs> Wait, before we get serious, do you like Bojangles? Yes, I do. I do. Like, Bojangles is a uh, staple of uh, North Carolina. That and Krispy Kreme. Oh, Krispy Kreme. I have nothing against ducking. Oh, no, you should. Also, oh, I know where I am. No offense. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Krispy Kreme is a staple. It's also from North Carolina, North Carolina staple. So, wow. Yeah, it's nice. They're warm. When, whenever I come down south, I like my first stop is Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles <laughs> is legit. Cookout. Also, Krispy Kreme as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll jump us into the real. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's the state of mind of the Jets today coming up here in the weather? And, and I mean, are, are they ready to come in here and, and, and try to – Break the 15-game winning streak by the Patriots. Yeah, I think I think they I think they have a good mindset. They understand that this has been a disappointing season, but you know to try to cap it off, uh, at least have something positive to take into the all season by ending a dreaded long losing streak to the Patriots. I mean, they could feel good about themselves. I mean, let's be real. Like last year was definitely a disappointment for Robert Sala and company. That's why they end up going out getting Aaron Rodgers and you know trying to change this whole thing. And unfortunately for them, four plays in. He ends up getting hurt, and it's kind of the same story all over again. It's like you're reliving, reliving the 2022 season all over again, and now they're you know facing the Patriots. There is nothing other than play for it in pride. But yeah, they definitely want to snap this winning streak, no matter what they've said out in public. Yeah, they def- this is a talking point within that locker room. What do you think? I would love your opinion on um, just who has the upper hand in this one, considering both teams have ineffective quarterback hmm. play and. You know, coming into this game with Trevor Simeon as the quarterback. That's that's a that's a nice way to put it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you, but yes, uh, <laughs> who has the least of the lower hand? <laughs> I mean, to say that either team will end up with an upper hand, especially in off, on offense today. Yeah, I it's think a stretch. I think it's going to come down to coaching, and I think you know the thing that I, I always liked about the Patriots—they don't necessarily shoot themselves in the foot a whole lot, whereas the Jets do. If you look at their game against the Browns, they committed a lot of penalties, uh, a lot of unforced and. That's why they've lost a lot of games that they did. I mean, you look at even the game they won against the Commanders, also shot themselves in the foot and also allowed Washington to get back into that game and nearly win it at the end if it wasn't for a long field goal by Greg Zerline. So, yeah, I definitely think that's what it's going to come down to, who can make the least mistakes out there in the elements and also who can uh, commit the less penalties. And that typically is why the Patriots have had control of this series because the Jets have always found ways to shoot themselves in the foot. It's it's interesting that you said that because that was Mike's key to the game. The most turnovers loses. Could you imagine a football analyst, Antoine, <laughs> sitting here and coming up with taking this a bow for that? This nugget, uh, win the turnover battle. As a I don't know if you've ever heard game, that I'm in like, analysis before. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> Wait a second. He's not wrong. What about third down efficiency? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait! You got to get touchdowns in the red zone. Oh. Can't come away with can't come away with three. Well, all of these are negatives on the Jets. <laughs> right on her because they are dead last in third third down conversions and also red zone. But I'm sure you guys already know that too as well. So um, one of the things that we've talked a lot about um, in New England, especially over the last four or five weeks, as the Patriots have continued to compete in these games, um, and I feel like in watching the league in general, there's a lot of bad teams that I found 
have continued to play pretty hard. What is your take on, on the Jets as a whole? I'm not talking about a bad quarter here or there, but as a whole, do you think the Jets have competed? Yeah, I think so for the most part. I mean, I know the first half in Cleveland was not good for by any stretch, but whether you're talking Much about Much like the first half in Buffalo for the Patriots last week. Exactly. They turned it over four times. But they've also found ways to continue to compete, too, especially their defense. I feel like these teams are very mirror images of each other in a way because they have really good defenses, which keep them in just about every single game that they're in. It's just a matter of can their offense score enough points in order to beat teams in this league and obviously with both of these teams that hasn't necessarily been the case too like I think what it like I say what it comes down to is just making the least amount of mistakes but yeah I think the Patriots have also you know done a good job with competing there as well especially considering they lost Judon early on in the season right and they've still found, continue to find ways to be one of the best defenses in football and then with the Jets too I mean I know their offense has really struggled obviously without Aaron and then Zach Wilson and they've had four different quarterbacks starting and now 17 games but you know they could take they have a great defense Quentin Williams is still a, a Pro Bowl guy obviously Sauls Gardner those are the guys that you look at too but also CJ Mosley is a tremendous year. Quincy Williams might be one of the most underrated players in the NFL. And when you have all those guys that can can help continue that cog in the machine, then yeah, you're always you're always going to be in every single game that you're in. Uh, Antoine Staley from the New York Daily News with us. Uh, does Robert Sala end up giving getting a bit of an extension uh, in terms of uh, the verdict coming in on him based on what happened with Aaron Rodgers at the start of the season, uh, or is there a consensus you get? From the beat guys and some uh, from some of the fans in terms of um, you know what the, what 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 people are thinking about him right now. Before I answer that, like Woody Johnson has already said, Robert Sala and also Joe Douglas, the general manager, and Nathaniel Hackett will all be back next year. Now. That's been a split within the fan base, too, because, you know, you see a team like the Houston Texans with a first-year head coach in D'Amico Ryans and also, you know, C.J. Stroud, a rookie quarterback, and then they make the playoffs. You see a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, who've had three different quarterbacks, they all they find a way to get 10 wins. Also, the Browns, they're going to start their fifth quarterback today, and then they found a way to make the playoffs. The, my point being is you shouldn't use that as an excuse just because, you know, you lose Aaron Rodgers. I think part of it is they just they, they use that as an excuse early on and say, okay, this, we're going to get a mulligan, you know, let's just, you know, let's see, this season is going to be is what it is, but next season – you know, this is it. That's it for this for this organization. I mean, this regime. Like they have to win, and they not only know if making the playoffs is enough for them because you end up, you're going to get Aaron Rodgers. You end up going to get all his friends that you brought in, including Dalvin Cook, including Alan Lazar, and a lot of that did not work out. So now it's time to put up a shut up. And if you don't do that in 2024. You know, it's going to be wholesale changes throughout the cost of board with the Jets. Yeah, we're both like six hours away from being in the offseason. Just, you know, overall, what would you say is the biggest Jets priority this offseason? Offensive line, no question. Like, you had – today will be the 13th different offensive line combination in 17 games, which by far leads the league. They failed to address that last year when they had 11 different players start on their offensive line. They thought that Makai Becton and Dwayne Brown would be good enough to hide behind, have Aaron Rodgers block for them. But clearly, that has not been the case, too. Obviously, Aaron got hurt. But you have a 38-year-old Dwayne Brown. You have a Makai Becton who came off two knee injuries in a row. And it just it just hadn't worked out for whatever reason. But, you know, they didn't go in. They, went, they did not address that enough in the offseason. And it really bit them in the backside. And now you have to go into an offseason where you're probably going to need at least two or, or not three starters on the offensive line, especially two tackles. Sounds like the Patriots. I was going to say, like, <laughs> listening to you talk, it sounds like the Patriots who's all, who've also didn't address those offensive line issues as well. 
yeah, they're mirror images. Yeah. That's why I say these teams are really mirror images of one another. It's just coaching. That's the main thing with the Patriots. They have the coaching. The Jets, the, st- the jury is still out on that. So yeah, I want to like sort of dive into that a little bit. That's what Woody Johnson has said. How do you feel? Do you feel like it's time to make a move? I think I, I, I would personally because how many coaches and general managers do you know that – Failed on a top number two pick in the draft, and then after three seasons, they're still able to keep their job. Not many, not without winning. Yeah, exactly. Like in San Francisco, exactly. Yeah. like they they've had Robert Sala had has had a losing season every single year. So I don't think having Aaron Rodgers injury should give him another give him more. Yeah, time. and your your comparisons of uh, you know, and specifically Cleveland, you know, to me. Uh, because their offense has been a mess. They have good personnel, just like the Jets have good Great personnel, defense. and they found a way. And I think the Jets have decent personnel on offense, too, just mm-hmm. not at quarterback. Now, maybe the even the Browns' offensive line has all gotten banged up. Correct. Their best player in Chubb has been out. So, and to, to me, at least Nathaniel Hackett should be looking for a job. Exactly, but he won't because Aaron, him and Aaron Rodgers are friends. Right. And they had an opportunity to get Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco lives in New Jersey. He's from New Jersey originally. They didn't make the call. They chose not to make that call, despite him being in the organization the last few years. And look where it's got him. Joe Flacco's headed to the playoffs uh, with a really good Cleveland team that I think is can make some noise, especially how good their defense is. And the Jets will be sitting at home for the 13th straight year, uh, which is the longest drought in professional sports right now, watching oh. from afar. Um Will Robert Sala be able to run the steps in the stadium here today, or is <laughs> the snow and the ice gonna? Dude, he already stacked. did. He already did. <laughs> he did. He already, yeah, he already did. Yeah, he gets here early. Like I think he got start running the stairs about nine thirty. So yeah, he's yeah, already I, done that. Antoine, how does that sit with you? I look at that as like the ultimate hardo move. It's like, don't you have something else you can be doing? <laughs> hey, a man, the man loves to work out. He loves to he loves to you know lift weights and also you know gets his steps in. I guess that that's what gets him going. So dude you know. is stacked. He's stacked. Okay. Yeah, I knew him a little bit. I I mean, I grew up in Detroit, so I still follow the Lions pretty closely. And I was watching there. I was just, I was a little surprised when he got the head coaching job, but I was rooting for him. But I think I kind of feel the same way you are right now. Let me ask you this from a a Jets perspective and someone who's lived elsewhere. You look at the Patriots. You look at what is going on here with Bill Belichick. Everyone has their own thoughts within the region. And... I don't know if it's split, but there is a healthy number of people who said, why would you ever move on from Bill after, you know, what he's given you so far? Just a bit of an outsider perspective. How do you look at the situation here in New England? Marty Schottenheimer, when I first got into the NFL, Marty Schottenheimer, the late, great Marty Schottenheimer, told me once that sometimes you can stay at a place too long. And I feel like that might be the situation with Belichick, too. I mean, he's great. I think he could go somewhere else and coach, and I think he would be effective. But I also think it's a time where – he it might be time to move on just from his perspective too because I think not only one people will take for granted the run that the Patriots went because that is unprecedented not not just in the NFL but in all the sports I mean I wrote it in my column like look at the Golden State Warriors they probably they've had like seven or eight years of success uh you look at some of the other dynasties I mean we're talking nearly 20 years of excellence 
you're never going to find that again in professional sports. And I think people have taken for granted how great and how unprecedented that was. And, you know, it might be time for him to move on. It might be time for the Patriots to move on also because, you know, get some fresh blood in there and also somebody that a new voice at times too as well that can also, again, help the offense too because the defense is stat too. I mean, we already know defensively they're going to be fine. I know a lot of talk has been about Mike Brabo possibly coming in there. I think that might be a good, you know, name. But also it doesn't address the defensive – I mean, the offensive issues too that the Patriots have had. They definitely got to go out and get a quarterback. You know, maybe, you know, a Jalen Daniels or, you know, Drake May or obviously Caleb Williams is still there too. But, yeah, they have to find a quarterback. All right. Um, are you going to jump on board with the uh – Eight to six score prediction for today. No, no, nine, 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 nine I, I got two. I got the Patriots winning seventeen thirteen. Oh, okay. Wow. That is, by the way, the most popular score prediction I think from this entire season. We have more seventeen thirteens amongst us and guests on the show, <laughs> and I mean that that speaks to what the Patriots have been able to do offensively. When I snarkily say that it's time for Bill Belichick to go because he just wants to win game 17-13, that's my score. <laughs> 17, because that's what I think that's perfect for him. Yeah, he No offense. It's all about me and my defense, and you know we'll wait for the other or team to make teams. a mistake. And Yeah, what, the last two weeks they've gotten special teams touchdowns. It's perfect for him. Well, the last time I was here last year, you know, oh, obviously the Jones. The Marcus Jones. That was wild. Yeah, that I was, still don't that was incredible. That. Well, uh, Antoine, appreciate you coming in. Always great to have a guest here in studio. Uh, appreciate the time. Good luck today, and uh, stay I, warm. I, yeah. What do you What do you got, What do you got planned for the off season? You got anything fun you're going to uh, do? Vacation. Like you know, I, I I am a Red Sox fan, so I'm definitely going to come back up here and watch some Red Sox games too. So although it's, I'm How not too I'm not too optimistic. So <laughs> you're from Charlotte. You're a Hornets fan, but you're a Red Sox. We fan. don't have a We don't have a baseball team, so it's kind of like. But the far that's like so far. And away then from I did his quick story like I did an internship with the Boston okay. Globe for a little bit out of college and then y'all did some things there so that's kind of how I fell in love with the Red Sox. Any of the Globe people you worked with then still here now? Uh, Dan Shaughnessy is still here so yeah, yeah. He, he's been a staple there. that's really about <laughs> it really. I so think that it might be a who to thunk it, you know. So who's Dance your football one, team? Dance one was an intern. I'm still I, here I writing up, columns. I, I don't have one now because of what I do but I, I did grow up a Raiders fan. Yeah, I know. I'm all over the place. You are. <laughs> so, at least, see, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna criticize that. Like my, our boss, Fred, he has a, a lot of varied favorite teams, but they all happen to coincide with teams that won titles when he was like big oh. fans of them, <laughs> like Raiders. When was the Bo last Jackson. time? I was a Bo Jackson. Oh, there you go. See, oh, that, okay. That's fun. Like, I love Bo that's Jackson. not like championship yeah. Raiders. Like, that's – I like Bo Jackson. Bo like Jackson's my favorite yeah. athlete going up, so that's why. It's a good one. I didn't know that Andy about – Andy Hart. Yeah. I didn't Bo Jackson. I didn't way. know that about Fred. Is he like – Oh, Fred. Uh, oh. Thank yeah. you. Uh, 69 like, Mets. Elway oh, uh, I love Broncos. the 90s Yankees teams and stuff like that. <laughs> no, I mean, not the Yankees, but the 69 Mets. Definitely the Elway Broncos. I always tease them, like, you know, mid-'80s Georgetown Hoyers basketball. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 Easy. John Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What a child. I had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, you're, you're discussing me with the Georgetown talk. I went to, Sy- I went to Syracuse. So. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> well, I apologize if I offended you with rocket shots I've taken at Syracuse over the years. Jim Beheim in particular. And I will say this. You have so much more personality than most Syracuse people I know. Uh, you know, they they, they just... <laughs> you, you you know, know, why you do you have, say you that, to, Hardy? You, 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 you think that we me. don't have personality? You, you don't have to flatter me. You seem like an actual human person <laughs> as opposed to, I am from Syracuse and I studied broadcast sports things. I was mass produced now, at the Newhouse. <laughs> and yes, and now I will give you my score prediction. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I, I, I actually do know grads that are like that, especially to do TV. So. I know like nine especially of them. The, the new Celtics announcer. <laughs> I don't even know his name. Yeah, I'm not. I'm mass, not. Mass I'm, not I'm not telling. I'm not saying names, but yes, I do know people that are like that. Oh it's good school. My my daughter. See, aren't my, you glad you came in? <laughs> my daughter loved it. She what just a- went and visited Syracuse a couple of weeks ago. She Ugh. loved it. Oh yeah, it's a great school. It's Did very expensive though, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, she's not going there. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, Antoine, thanks again for stopping in. I right, appreciate you. Thank it. Thank you for having me. We appreciate yeah, you very much. All right, um, we're going to get to our phone calls here. Eight five five Pats five hundred. Email webradio at patriots.com. Um, who should we talk to? Oh, Tony in Canada. Hey, before you yeah, uh, yeah. pot Tony up, um, did you happen to see that um, they're all wearing the, the Slater yeah, sweatshirts? Captain. Captain Slater? Captain. Oh, that's nice. Captain, my captain. So, is there? before we get to Tony here, uh, this is it. This has got to be it for Slater. Yeah. This is oh, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We know. We yeah. kind of know this. Yeah. It feels like okay. everything's pointing in that direction, all at right. least. By the way, Antoine, uh, thank you so much. Shooting up the power rankings, Antoine I got to imagine. I mean, oh, especially strong. the Jets, because he's going to be here every year. We, strong we, to, to, twice, twice a year. But that was strong. That was a strong effort right there by Antoine. Yeah, but if we could have him in studio for every, uh, you know, Jets uh, game at Gillette Stadium. We? Yeah. The Royal I, 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 what? Hardy, what are you hinting at? <laughs> Tony in Canada. Tony, what's going on? Thanks for uh, joining us here on the uh, Patriots pregame, which is fueled by Duncan. What do you got, Tony? Well, I'm just calling in about the last game for the season and uh, wanted to share some thoughts. I, I think uh, Belichick's definitely his last game here as well as later. But I got two questions for you. One is serious. The other one's kind of off the wall. So nice. first the off-the-wall question. Nice. I think if the Patriots lose this game, you guys said that we're guaranteed the second round or second pick no. in the draft? No. They no, could. They not. could get they could get the number two pick, but right it's, now they're a little bit behind Washington. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the off-the-wall question, and I'll ask you a serious one. I'll get off the line right away. So, anyway, assuming that if we were to lose today, we're guaranteed the second pick and how important it is for the QB for us next year. If Kraft went to Belichick and said, hey, listen, I'd be willing to keep you on for another year, but we've got to get the second-round pick, in other words, lose the game do you think belichick would ever do that and the serious question is this how do you guys um everyone's saying how uh craft is sort of being respectful and not making any announcements but uh do you think it's in the uh in our best interest that craft makes the announcement right away as soon as the season's over that we're moving on or should he give it a few days before he makes any announcement thanks guys okay Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. That's that's yeah. I mean, it's, I I think there's that's good good stuff to chew yeah. on yep. there. It's I, it's one of the things if you are just going to concede that this you know bill is gone and for the purposes of this conversation, okay, they're moving on. Everybody's moving on. When do you do it? Do you quickly? Do yeah. you do, do you do it tomorrow along with the other announcements? Yeah, I would. Yeah. So what about the do you? 
the, the notion that that is disrespectful to lump Bill in with all the other. I don't understand that. And I know, and I'm not. This is not an attack at you. You are saying what a lot of people are have been saying. I don't really understand. If if they're moving on and they're agreeing to part way, whatever way you want to phrase it, I don't understand why it's utmost respect on Tuesday, disrespectful on Monday. I don't really understand that. Now, whether it actually happens tomorrow, I don't know, but. I think that, that everybody should know tomorrow what is going to happen. I do too, and I mean, I, just, I think everyone's building up like this, like meeting that it's all going to be decided tomorrow. Like they're going to hash it out. They're going to have their arguments for two and four, and I think it's already kind of determined. I think that, that the yeah. reports of this meeting having like a lot of weight. I, I don't. I, I don't, don't really think the meeting. I, I'm with Mike. I don't think the meeting has anything to do like with Bill saying. This is what right. my here's plan. my pitch. Here's my five point plan right, on right, how we get back right. into playoff contention. I, I think yeah. the meeting, if there even is going to be one, is all about what they're going to do in the immediate, uh, you know, plan. Yeah. Like, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk. All right, Bill. We're going to we're going to move on. Um, I'm going to announce a press conference. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. You you know, what you know whatever. This is how we're going to phrase it. Are you okay with that? No. How do you want to do it? What, like, what do we need to do? Yeah. They need to work out the details. Right. It's like an exit interview almost. And that's where, like, the respect thing comes in for me. Like, it's not the timing. It's right. the how do we announce it? How do we, you know, come the to respect a mutual respect? The respect is like, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do it. Right, right. <laughs> I'm totally right. with you, that's, that's where the respect is, like, you know, not, like, the timing of it because, I mean, let's be honest. Like, all these teams have to move. There's only a certain amount of candidates. There's only a certain amount of jobs. And, I mean, some could argue that if you are moving on from him, that you want to give him a chance to have some of these other jobs and not, you know, hang on. What what, what difference does two days make? Well, like, that's that again, I'm with Mike here 100 percent. We're lockstep. I, I think that is the respect is not even just about what's best for, for the Patriots team or for Bill, but just doesn't he deserve to know right away? Yeah. I would think so. Like, dude, why, why should he have to wait 48 right, hours? Right, like we're going to give you Wednesdays. You're going to be your special, your fire day. Like, you know, like it's going to be a – I is would how say it's, <laughs> it's even – it's more disrespectful <laughs> to do that. Right? But, but let, let's face it. Let, let's just say for argument's sake, we all think that this is it. Right? So let's just say we're right. Do you think if on Black Monday, which they call the, the day that everybody gets fired – Yes. If there's five guys that, you know, let's say Arthur Smith gets fired, um, Ron Rivera gets fired, and you know, Dennis Allen gets fired, uh, and Bill Belichick gets fired. Respect? Uh, who do you think people are going to be talking about? Right. It's Ron Rivera. Oh. The entirety of the story will be New England. Yeah. And yeah. Bill Belichick. Now, the reason why it might be a little bit different is some of those guys – are getting fired tonight after the game. Right. And I and that do not dismiss that as a possibility. Right. Oh. Oh. And I'm not saying that you're going to find out the, you get like my feeling is most of these teams do these things like you know, there's a uh, there's a press conference at Gillette Stadium. So you know, like if there's a press con- conference announced tonight for tomorrow, what do you think that is? Mhm. Like that's all. Like okay. I, I, I just think, and I think that that's better for bi- like if if it was quick, it's better for everybody. That's all. <laughs> that's how I feel too. But okay. people are like, you have to be respectful. You can't do it on Black Monday, and I'm like, 
It's respectful that he lasted the whole season because you could have just fired him <laughs> after the Saints well, game. But it, I mean, I, I think it's respectful oh. to let him know as soon as possible. Yeah. Little, well, you, got, uh, you got some news? No, no, not no news. Um, no but news. just a uh, <laughs> thanks news. from our. Oh, Wordle! I ended up getting it in three. <laughs> uh, I got it in three, norm- you guys. I'm, yeah, news, I'm four or five. Uh, just, just uh, you know, you talked about the sweatshirts, um, and on the just on the arm, we have a close up here from our Patriots account. Uh, it says, son, father, husband, teammate, 10-time Pro Bowl selection, three-time Super Bowl champion, 13-time captain, five-time All-Pro. So just laying out all of uh, Matthew Slater's many illustrious roles. That Think he's he'll be back next game. year? Uh, <laughs> no. What, are they gonna, I'm I guess starting to feel like it's a no. <laughs> That's a no for me. Uh, I get a lot of hot dogs. No, we, we saw him in the locker room on Friday, and uh, – I don't know. I just got a little bit of a vibe of anybody who's had a last day at a job of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Like, hey, one more. I mean, you know, just he had the mu- <laughs> he had the run of the music all week at practice. Right. He was playing a lot of his. They got sweatshirts music, made like, somehow. I mean, just it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait and see. Um, but I mean, kind of just interesting. So, so the mic's over there. <laughs> what? Well, get some food. <laughs> We're doing a show here. Uh. Oh, there it is. The guy's just. Oh, look at that! I see it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is. um, He's just a special guy. Yeah, he's a special guy. And how about the um, the idea of something special for him in the game today? Like mm. gadget I didn't wise. See that. Oh, like they throw a bomb to him or something. Yeah, like they asked. They asked Bill about it on Friday, and he kind of shot it down. But he didn't say no. But he didn't really get into anything. But like. Something, something silly. Like, what if the Jets just don't put a returner back and they just let Matthew Slater run down and, and cover that last kick all alone? He's just running free down the field, you know, gets to down it himself. At, you know, gonna, the Jets. Well, I was thinking more about like you keep talking like <laughs> what that. If, have him score if he's going to down a punt, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Like, I said, would you find a way to get him a touchdown yeah. on offense or? Oh my gosh! You know, run some kind of gadget play that with him involved. I don't know. Um, what? Let him take the last snap of the game, take the take the knee oh. in the last snap oh, of the game. Or turnovers, something. I mean turnovers. <laughs> yeah, I can't go against <laughs> my kid. Why is he going to turn the ball over? See, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing back there. He's, he's Matthew snap. Slater. How about if he gets to start at wide receiver, like for the first? He was snap. covering oh. punts two at a time when you were in high school. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't. <laughs> oh no, hardy rib injury. I can't laugh. Oh. That was that was uh, that was an all time hardy rib questionable. <laughs> <laughs> what did Poor you do guy. with your ribs? I missed uh, the whole rib oh. thing. Oh yeah, because you were not even paying yeah. attention. I had a great Just story coming here. He was on his phone like my well, like one of my kids. It's the easy. first ten minutes right. I was here. No, it's it was really e- annoying. Uh, let, me, let me sum it up. It's an easy story. It's just he yeah. fell on a treadmill <laughs> in his driveway. No, he was on the grass on the hill leading up to the driveway. He fell on a treadmill on the grass leading up to his driveway. I was trying to do the math. Treadmill out of my house. It looks pretty nasty out there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a bad It's going to be his last show, Paul, if you keep treating him like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be nice. Let's talk to some more people. Talk. 855-PATS-500. I'll get to you. It's my ribs. Did you ever get a rib injury in the Marines there, Matt? You ever hurt your ribs? Can't hurt steel. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> And he's back. Closing his rings. <laughs> Just speaking of hardos. <laughs> right. uh, uh, Spee in Fresno. Not you. I was talking about Morell. But go ahead, Did he Spee. say you can't hurt steel? That's yeah, what he said. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, He's closing his you should have heard some of the horribly offensive things he said to our guests during the Army-Navy game. That whole week, he didn't have a good thing to say about any of those uh, young heroes in the building because they weren't Marines. <laughs> um, I, I got nothing bad to say about a Marine right there. Um, no, you can't. You better not. I know. So hang up. Die. Um, Choke you when, uh, when we look back on this, this uh, game today, like historically – um, which of the following do you think it's going to be remembered as? Is it going to be Bill's last game, Slater's last game, Hardy's last game, or the toilet bowl? All. I mean. Let's add David Andrews in there, too. <laughs> Here's last the thing game. about it being Bill's last game, and this goes back to something that got talked about in the preseason and before the season even started. When uh, we're talking about, well, what's the draw for this team? Who's the face of the team? Is it Mac? I don't know. He could ended up not being Mac. And I heard this more than once. What's going to bring people to Gillette Stadium to see this football team? And people would say, Bill Belichick. He's the guy. I said, you're out of your minds. Nobody goes to a football game to watch the coach, to see what the coach does. I mean, you can barely spot him unless you got binoculars sometimes on the sideline. It's like, which one people. is he? Yeah, it's like, who cares? Who cares? Writing stuff down with a pencil on yeah. a little index card. Seriously. It's, Tackle. It's, and that, so, Tackle. Speed, <laughs> having said that, I think the game will end up being remembered as Bill's last game, first and foremost, above anything else, but not by virtue of anything that he does or you witness on camera, or anything else. It will be remembered that way, but not for any concrete image or action. Yeah, I think... I think I'm with you on the latter part, but I but I do think that people get a warm, fuzzy feeling when they see Bill on the sideline. It's like, ultimately, a matter both of his historical competence, but also kind of a nostalgia for everything that he's represented. So hey, I can't believe I you know. just said people, people get warm and that. fuzzy feeling connected to Bill Belichick. <laughs> I don't, I, I seriously, what are you, what are you smoking in Fresno? I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, that was aggressive. Well, come on, Spee. <laughs> seriously, you watch that. I've watched the no, games no, no. on I TV, mean, I, I, obviously, but I mean. I, I do think that people care about him and they care about seeing him on the sideline. And, and yeah, so I, I wouldn't poo-poo that. All right. Well, I, at least at the game in stadium, it's it's not much of a show. Uh, put it that way. You know, it's just there's nothing there's there's nothing to see here. Literally. Well, I I think they're going to be a lot more exciting when Ben Johnson's there next year. Oh, that's... people are definitely going to be a lot more into into what's happening with. The well, I would be. I just don't think that's going to happen now. No. I uh, speed. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right, see I just think it's it's interesting how it worked out with Slater's going to kind of get all the attention here in the pregame and probably during the game. And, you know, that's what the focus is going to be. But after the game, you know, it, that, that I think that's when the attention kind of turns yeah. to, like, Bill. But er, Matthew Slater's going to suck up all this, like— It's not ever going to be remembered for the toilet bowl game, I'll tell you that. No. It's going to be remembered for, for Bill. I, I agree. Yeah. It's in after the game, Mike, you're, not till you're, after, you're right? nailing it. Like, it's going to—that's— that's you know I think that's why we need an extended post game show today, Hardy. Yeah. And I know Four, you're five you, hours. You're mocking me, but that's what we're going to have to do. Get Fred down. And we here. might have a segment where we can maybe talk about your greatest moments oh. in post game show history. Oh, we'll work that a little in. a little we'll Hardy reminiscing. In. I like we'll that. We'll work that into the third hour of the post game. But we definitely. Yeah, I mean, Matt, you're going to have to produce all that Bill. during the game. There, you're going to sit there and go. <laughs> through it's the all Bill all the time. All that stuff. Um, speaking of leaving here today. I want, I'm going to follow you out and do that oh. back route thing. All right. I oh. want nothing to do with route one. I don't think the breakdown lanes are open. No. On, on, on the route one. be tied one. up. But four hours after the game, it should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Once we get done I, with the extended pulse game, what is it, Tamara? I am what? not opposed. <laughs> what? Don't yell at me. Sorry. <laughs> I am not opposed to the thought that at halftime this could be zero zero. I don't know. I mean, I, we got to see what it looks like when we get out there. But I mean, early on, it didn't seem like. I mean, it's definitely wet. No, but not the weather. What, I mean, just, both just teams that are they're just, so bad. Both teams are bad no matter what. I don't know. Oh, I, I think, don't think you need weather for this, these teams to turn it over. Yeah. Did you watch last week? <laughs> did you watch last night? By the way, did you watch? I, d- I did watch last did. night. Talk no. about turnovers. Holy! Wasn't it? Are you talking about the Steelers was, game? I mean, yeah. considering what the weather was, wasn't I, it wet? It was okay. Yeah. Two I didn't each. See any of the first one? Two each, right? I thought they both fumbled twice. Two weeks. I thought there were five turnovers. Oh, maybe I missed one. You could be right. Um, The last Mm, game, by the way, I thought was really well played. Like two teams that I think are kind of midland, but they they both played well, uh, Houston and Indy, and I thought put, you know, put a lot into it and one of the most extensive looks I've gotten at C.J. Stroud so far. Um, Just impressed with him. Some really really big time throws under extreme duress. Real good base. So you are allowed to complete um, passes yeah. while under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that the Cardinals are have decided to stick with Kyler Murray? That's what they're saying, and I mean that's and we'll see if that mm-hmm. if that does stick. I mean everybody you know says things right now that want to reassure people, mm-hmm. but um, you know though between him and Justin Fields, there's you know so much that's going to happen in the next you know week that will indicate what how how the draft might potentially play out depending on where the Patriots are, but. Nobody's got more intrigue than Chicago right now. Those guys have yeah. got. A but lot I do of, think that both of those teams have done, whether they do it or not, I don't know. But they've done a nice job of getting, ma- making it known that we're sticking with Fields, we're sticking with Murray. Yeah. So that means we're open for business. <laughs> you <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right. right. If you want them, come get them. Right. You're getting yeah. it out there that we're planning on sticking with what we have. We don't need. We don't need these picks. We don't need yeah. to hold on. If you want it, you know, come and get it. If you want to come and get it, uh, all right. No. I guess I guess it was two each. It seemed it seemed like a lot more than that. Oh, it, I mean, I, that game was a mess, though. It was, it a, was slo- a sloppy mess. It, it was, was hard. a mess. There was a lot of drop passes. A lot of it, it might have been only four turnovers, Hardy. But to your point, the ball was on the ground a lot more than yeah. that. Yeah, did Washington lose seven straight since they beat the Patriots? Yeah. So it's the same thing as like Chicago, Chicago last, last year, year, where it's yep. like one team comes in here and somehow handles the Patriots no problem, yeah. and then goes on to not. Now win. the only never, difference is Washington has summarily gotten rid of all their players yeah. since then. Yeah. But but um, yeah, th- now that that is a tank to uh, tank to remember. That's a tank to remember. How about how about Melvin in Tennessee? Melvin joining us on the Patriots pregame, fueled by Duncan. Hi, Melvin. Love y'all. What's going on? Hey, Melvin. Hey. Um, so Hardy, if this is your last show, then you you know you've been awesome. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, hopefully you come back. But if not, then of course I understand. With it sucks like the rest of everything else in the season. But um, one question I wanted to ask, um, with the defensive end, like outside linebacker role, with the team since Judon's went down and the, you know, just getting constant, you know, pressure on the on the passer, how do you all feel that we need to address that with, you know, the other 60 issues we got? Like, have, do you think anybody's developed? Do you yeah. think that's another position we have to just completely blow up and start over? Just work? Where do you think we are going forward with filling that role and getting pressure on the pass? Yeah, I think. I mean, I I think it's really important to try to find who's the next Judon, who's the next mm-hmm. three down edge player who can stop the run and you know get after the quarterback. I think they missed Judon. They were able to kind of piece it together. Jennings is big, stout piece on the edge. I like him. I would bring him back, but I don't see him as. I think he's a, a piece of the puzzle, but they need that next Judon. And I mean, last year we talked about man, what does this team do? If Judon goes down, and I think, you know, even 
Antoine was in here, very complimentary of the Patriots' defense. But I think when you got down to it against the pass, they've got some shortcomings against the pass. And, of course, Christian Gonzalez coming back will help. And Judon, if he continues to play at a high level, if they can figure out contract situation with him, I think that's part of the Judon conversation too. But I was saying to somebody, I mean, just to boil it down, you got to go offense at least the first, like, two picks. I mean, the only reason I could see going defense is if you really had an outside linebacker, defensive end, hybrid guy that you think can develop into a three-down guy. Mm. That's the only position on defense that I would hear an argument for uh, in the first two days of the draft. All right. I think it's really important. Yeah. Melvin, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. I'm proud. Yeah, it was funny when yeah. – um, I was going to say, I feel like there are multiple positions like that on defense where I hope that they can find someone to groom, um, specifically like Godchild. Like, I'm like, if anything ever happened to him, like – we don't have yeah, that Yeah, you could get some body. depth behind him. Um, um, you know, Keon White, I think, and, and Barmore help. Um, you know, I think those guys, though, are pretty – I mean, I love how Godshaw's played, and I think he's perfect for here. You know, do you still have Guy? I mean, there's definitely mm -hmm. some depth questions on those spots, but I like what you have on at corner. I mean, I'm intrigued. I know, you know, other people probably disagree. I think Paul would probably disagree with me. Um, but, you know, finding some guys here. I mean, I think Isaiah Bolden was somebody that, like, kind of looked good this summer and, you know, unfortunately got hurt in that last game. Alex Austin's played pretty well. Mm -hmm. So you lost Jack Jones this year, but you got Alex Austin, who's a rookie. So you, you know, have at least some young depth to kind of play with once, you know, and Gonzalez and, and Jonathan Jones continues to play at a high level. So they got some stuff. I wonder how they're going to address the slot, though. Is Marcus Jones mm -hmm. ready for that slot role? Do they bring back Miles Bryant? I know he's kind of a, you know, guy that brings up a lot of debate of, uh, you know, yeah. guy that can do a lot, but. Is he ideally suited to, to play a full-time slot role in, in a man-to-man -man defense? That, that might be a little bit tough sell, but they got some moves to make. But otherwise, it's like tackles. Got to yes. find tackles. Yeah. And you got to find some tight ends. You got to figure out what you're doing there. Uh, we oh, have, here we go. Oh, we have inactives. What do oh, we got? Oh, wow. Mac Jones. Oh, Mac Jones. So, so he'll be the third quarterback. But, uh, but interestingly enough, that means that our second quarterback is uh, Nathan Rock. Is Nathan Rock. Um, I don't know what that means, um, but Jamichael Hasty is out. So I think it's big Kevin Harris day. I mean, I don't. I think you look at this weather. I think Kevin Harris got a lot of juice for left. The people just dude. listening right now, as opposed to looking no, at the sorry, screen. Oh, sorry, I you actually thank you. Give us no, the list wait, of no, inactives. No, 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 Deuce has been yeah. fired. Mac <laughs> Jones, Tyquan Thornton, Josh Bledsoe, Jamichael Hasty, LaMichael Petaway, which is interesting, Trenton Brown, and Sam Roberts. You ain't playing, guys. Yeah, so Thornton, that's a that's a little bit of a, a red flag to me. Um, Petaway was just promoted to the active roster. That's He's been weird. here about a week, and, and then he's inactive. So I guess Matt Sokol was promoted. He'll be he'll be the second or third or third tight end, I guess. Um, but Thornton, just kind of a disappointing cap to uh, to really disappointing first two years of, of his career. And what's with Mac being the emergency? Yeah, that's that's that, that's, that's interesting weird. to unpack. I don't. I'm not. Is he sick? No. I mean, that means Mac's not going in unless both Zappy and Rourke get hurt. So. But it's like, why know. Why do that now? That seems weird. Eh. I Talk I, about disrespectful. I don't know. I don't know. That that seems odd. But there there were some um, posts saying that, like, Rourke and Zappy were doing most of the warming up and that Mac was just catching yeah, and passes. That's, and was that's Mac warming up in the locker room? <laughs> Did he get to do that? I don't know. That, that, I, I mean, know. But that's been the question, and I, I, I've had some people. Because um, they've done that before, <laughs> Tamara, you know. We've been talking a little bit about just, you know, what Max role has been since he's kind of been benched. And, you know, I had brought up, like, I just don't really see him running out with mm -hmm. the guys. I don't see him on the bench. I mean, some people, you know, send me some things of, you know, when they beat Denver. And, you know, you saw some celebration from Mac. And, you know, you did see, like, he was part of it. But he's just 
he kind of feels removed from it right now, and, and that's why this move doesn't really seem all that surprising. He doesn't seem like he's a part of it out there, but, you know, during warm-ups, though, to Deuce's point. I mean, you don't see that, do you, Tamara? No. And if he's the backup, you know, especially where they're, like, going through, like, here's what they're doing. It's just – it struck me as weird, um, and, and this, this kind of continues to follow it. You know, I wonder – I think Max probably gone. Like I think they probably let him go get a fresh start somewhere. But I can't help but wonder if there was a new regime to come in. Do you want to give him a chance? Like if you're gonna mm-hmm. play, like look, he's in. He's an asset. You don't have a quarterback. You know, uh, is there a harm in just letting him stay here with Zappy and compete? Granted, we're gonna bring in a veteran. We're gonna bring in probably a rookie high round draft pick too. I, I don't know. I still think lean towards Mac is probably gone. And with this today, him being the third quarterback, I, I do wonder if it's like we gotta move on from him and give him a fresh start somewhere else. But I still, if it's a whole new thing, would you maybe want to keep him around just to see? I don't know. It depends on yeah. how, I think you just touched on it, uh, Deuce. Is it all new? Like everything's new. You know, new coach, new OC. You know, there's really the, what about the system? There is no system. The system is going to be the one that we start here in the 2024 yeah. season. And if that's the case, then I don't know why you would need Mac here. Yeah, and, well, I, and if you come in and you liked Mac, like what if it's somebody out there who was like, look, I was on another team at the time. We really liked this kid. What I, you know, the, I don't think the Patriots did on. him any favors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, maybe we can at least, maybe we can try to get something more out of him. I don't know. It's just, it's such an important position. I draft one every year. I'm just not in the business of casting them off, even if they've had, you know, a terrible run here and they seem like they're broken. Uh, it's just, I think, long and hard before casting off an asset at the most you know, important position, despite all the things that kind of went wrong this year. But I think that's the NFL. I mean, obviously, Mac had a really bad hand dealt to him. But I feel like the NFL, like, you're going to face a lot of adversity. And if you can't overcome it, like, you can't stay here. Like, Bailey Zappi, like, for example, the past two weeks, he's been rough. But he's kept playing. If Mac Jones started a game with a strip sack or a pick six, it's game over. There's an hour and a half left in the game. It's yeah. over. It's over. No, he he can't shake it off. Yeah, he and can't. I and I wonder how much the team realized that too. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I having watched this team, and, and I don't want to make a big deal out of how different it was with Zappy and Matt, because I think generally it, it was kind of the, the same. same yeah. But I just I can't help but kind of feel like the, there are a few more guys rallying with Zappy mm-hmm. than there might have been with Mac. I, or, or maybe it's just the fact that it snowballed on Mac and he lost some guys along the way, but. I don't know. It just the signs right now to me are pointing that he's just on the outs and he will be released at some point very soon within the offseason. Um, would you do you think he's worth anything? Um, I mean, a conditional, a conditional. That's probably what, it, you know, a sixth that or maybe a seventh that turns into a sixth if he hits playing time incentives. I mean, something like that. But, I, you know, I I do think Mac deserves could deserve a fresh start, you know, and, and, and I do think that there were a lot of things that happened here that weren't necessarily fair to him that didn't maximize what he does I just I don't know it's a great question of can you unbreak somebody like that who's just so in their own head and and maybe sitting these last few games has given him a newer perspective but it just feels like if he's ever to get back it's probably not going to happen here uh, before Josh got fired I was thinking like oh he could go to the Raiders and have you know Josh back he could have Jacoby like I was thinking that maybe that could be a spot where he could yeah and get back into it but I don't know now yeah uh, one more thing just to highlight too Evan just wrote about it in his inactive analysis but like how about Jabril Peppers like coming back for the last game like he overcoming a hamstring injury like anybody could have just shut it down like look i'm banged up this is a wet field and you know not ideal situations but you talk about moving forward guys that you want to build around 
no I question Jabril Peppers is uh, is a player that's shown a lot of toughness and resilience and I just I think he's one of these emerging leaders of this team that I would continue to build around it's like what he said in Germany when somebody asked him like would you ever consider playing flag football and he's like no I'm a violent <laughs> guy I like to hit people like I feel like he's a guy who like after being sidelined for two weeks he's like I want to get back out there even if it's just one more game like I want to get back out there I just really like his energy and oh. if you haven't seen him in that um, Michigan Washington video it's so funny did you watch the video Hardy of like who's gonna win the national championship? I did not. It's so funny. Right. I'll I'll see. He basically, think, he thinks Michigan. Basically, don't root against anybody <laughs> that he played for. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, one more question. Uh, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. mean to cut you off, but um, you know, do you think maybe this is a sign they're gonna give Rourke a chance to get into the game today? Like, oh or is it? I don't know. Just, I mean, to what end, though? I don't know. I mean, why? What? What? What would be the point? At a boy. At a boy for what? The years Being of nice. service? Being nice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, da- thank you for all the time he spent here. Mm. He got everybody really nice Christmas gifts, and they were like, these hats are great. Let's give them some playing Stop. time. Did you see what uh, Did you see what Tua gave the quarterback room? Oh. Which I've never heard of the quarterback giving guys to guys uh, no. gifts what? to the offensive line. What was it? What yes, because yeah. Patrick Mahomes gave the them other all quarterbacks. The, Yes. What? Tua gave everybody in the quarterback room. He goes, I can't wait for you to open this. This is going to be awesome. Big box. They open up the box. And I was like, what is it? Guy goes, oh, it's a golf simulator. And Marino's standing there like, for after the season, right? <laughs> he goes, yeah, well, I didn't get one for Uncle Dan because he's already got one. He goes, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And I'm looking at that thing. And as a golfer, I looked at it and said, oh, my God. So now i got to take this thing home. Put it together. I got to find room in my house for the net and, and the you mat. You live in Florida, and you live in Florida. Like that's an odd gift. It's a really, really odd gift. And far be it from me to you know say it's not good, but I doubt it's very good. If you can get a golf simulator in a box, right? It's just a screen and a projector, probably. I don't, I don't even know if it's that. Yeah, that's weird. That doesn't that's come with the screen. Gift. They're like you got to hang a sheet up, like you know, and then your wife's like, we can't use the you know the multi-thread count sheets. You got to get a crappy sheet. Uh, now, so I gotta go home and I gotta. Oh, now I gotta take away a room in my house, and I gotta. Uh, all right, that's the baby's room. Like, not anymore. Come on, don't you have room? No, I'm a backup quarterback. I'm the third. I'm third on the depth chart. I'm renting an apartment. It's a major award. I gotta set it up. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a bowling alley. So they could send uh, the deed. Uh, before we take another call, I don't know if you were doing another. Call. No, I was doing emails. There's a very weird tweet oh. saying former Raiders coach and Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels spotted entering VIP gauge. Let's see. Oh, he's here for for Slater. That's maybe. weird. You yeah. can watch on TV. Uh oh, he's calling plays. He's calling plays for Rock. Where's the VIP gate? The one right over here? I don't know. Is it? That's I I would think. I've never been a VIP in my life, so I don't know. Not never not anywhere, not once. Josh. Josh in the building. That's weird. Eh. All right. Let's uh get to the emails here. Nick in Tucson. Look, I don't care what it does for our draft position. We have a ninety nine point ninety five percent chance of having a top five pick, and beyond that, the order at the top of the draft is highly dependent on how the rest of the games unfold today. My best friend is a Jets fan. We've been friends for about seven years now. Jets have never won as long as we've known each other. Keep the streak alive. FTJ. Uh, what is FTJ? Yock, Frederick Thomas Yock. Fill the jugs. Fill, well, excuse me. I don't know. FD, you don't know what FTJ means? Oh, Tamara. Forget the Jets. 
Forget the oh. Jets. Forget you. Forget the Remember Jets. Remember when they used to do that? That was the dub. That we, they get after the movie. Forget you. Yeah. Well, it, when they show Scarface on regular TV, it's, <laughs> forget you. <laughs> right before the, the cop gets shot. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, step aside here. Uh, we'll continue with the phone calls, 855-PATS-500. More of your emails. We'll get to our Sunday six-pack and our over-unders and a strange noise. Uh, that sounded like somebody trying to drill a hole through the roof of my mouth. I don't think that's what that was, though. So instead, we can't go to break just yet. So instead, I will tell you a tale of... No, I'll read... Oh, now we can go to break? I think I filled admirably in that eight seconds I had to fill on my own. Thank you very much. All right. Well, we'll be back with the Patriots pregame right after this. Stay with us. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. By the time this Patriots fan is finished drinking his Pepsi, you'll be 15 seconds closer to game time. Patriots watching. Better with Pepsi. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke. Studies show that up to 94% of female C-level executives played sports. That's why Bridgestone is partnering with professional football teams across the country to sponsor girls' fall football leagues, bringing new opportunities to those that need it most. Because learning to catch and dodge matters. But learning to lead on the field so you can lead in any field, that's what really matters. iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. 
Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. By the time this Patriots fan is finished drinking his Pepsi, you'll be 15 seconds closer to game time. Patriots watching. Better with Pepsi. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Studies show that up to 94% of female C-level executives played sports. That's why Bridgestone is partnering with professional football teams across the country to sponsor girls' flag football leagues, bringing new opportunities to those that need it most. Because learning to catch and dodge matters. But learning to lead on the field so you can lead in any field, that's what really matters. iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for detail. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for detail. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. You don't get the extra value meal? No. They got Coke or Pepsi there. They're Coke, Coke family. Don't How do you not know this? I haven't been to McDonald's in probably so 20 years. Do you, do you get your Big Mac? I don't even want to know him. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. I don't know if a member of this show has ever done more to distance himself personally, professionally, more so than Mike Dusso did last week when he talked about not going to McDonald's. Oh. Now he doesn't go, and that stuck with me. <laughs> it's unfortunate because he doesn't really carry himself like that. Yeah, yeah he seems like an everyman. I, yeah. no, and it turns out, I gotta eat more. which he's not. I gotta eat more he's, not an every, he's not an everyman, but he does carry himself <laughs> like one. Right, and which so that. Which makes him duplicitous. Oh, yeah, oh, a little bit. oh big a little words bit. from such a... <laughs> 
Big uh, words from a big man. I wish Balboa well. I, I, I'm sorry for not eating McDonald's. I just, he was a great champion. I, I, I wish him well. I thought I did a good job explaining. But his time is passed. Never on the run, really. Never needed to just drop in and get some McDonald's. But I, my apologize. Yeah. I do. Does does Dunkin' count if I have a Dunkin' egg sandwich in the morning? Does that no, count? you jerk. I mean, that's <sighs> the same as McDonald's, though. No, it's right. not Dunkin'. Right. Dunkin'. No, no, but I'm talking about. No, never mind. Dunkin' is gourmet <laughs> the food, food. The food of the people. <laughs> Dunkin' is. That's why I said never mind. I love Dunkin'. Uh, it's getting nasty. I love out there, Dunkin'. Huh? I only eat from fine bakeries. According to those uh, up in the press box, it seems like it's getting pretty nasty. Getting pretty there. nasty. I'm not looking forward to this ride home. No, no. But you know, by the time we get out of here, in the nine o'clock ish, we'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. After the four hour post game, get Fred in. Well, here. three, three. I, I don't want to exaggerate. See, Josh McDaniels. See if we can get Josh McDaniels down uh, into the studio. He's up in the up in the suite, I guess, today, watching for Slater. I guess. Well, that's yeah. just a theory. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe he's. Why Josh McDaniels is here because it's Slater's last game? Maybe he's part of Bill's grand plan tomorrow in the pitch. And he's like, look, I already had Josh in the building. He likes what we got. We're going to just tweak a couple things and bring Josh back. Boom. Josh and Bill O'Brien. He hadn't seen any of our games yet this year, so I gave him my <laughs> ticket. <laughs> it is pretty remarkable, though. We were, uh, you know, Josh. Could it McDaniels. be that Josh McDaniels still has, you know, a fondness of Bill Belichick and wants to see him coach his last game with the Patriots? How did Josh, Josh McDaniels was in was a coach of the Raiders for probably like what twenty four games, and somehow, including preseason, he found the way to beat the Patriots three times <laughs> in, like oh. the, in like the less than what 12, well, fourteen months he if was. If you with want the to team. add like the, I don't know. 20 games that he coached the Broncos. He beat him once there, too. too, right? I mean, Josh knows how to beat Bill, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt Patricia figured it out with the Lions. Josh figured it out in both Denver and Las Vegas. Vrabel. Do you think all no. of the guys that beat Bill just, People. like, they go to their teams and they just say, like, just don't do something stupid. Right. And you'll win. They don't have any other plan. The plan is to wait for you to do something stupid. It, I, don't, I mean, I don't know the common threads off the top of my head, but it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. Even like you know, Beeflo had some success. I mean, I I mean, Beeflo got hammered, but he also really hurt the Patriots with that last well, loss. They yeah, had in and I think that was an impressive win yeah. because there was an enormous gap in talent between yeah, those two. Yeah, they had teams. nothing to play for, and and they came in here and went, won that one. That was a sign of uh, of the decline. Um, let's go back to the phones here. I have a special something to talk to Michelle in South Carolina about right now. Michelle, thanks for being on the show. Are you watching or just listening? I am watching and listening. And what do you see me wearing right now, Michelle? Uh, a Christmas present. That's right, which wasn't meant for me, but once all of the gifts were handed out, this was left as it did not fit any of the other uh, intended recipients. Uh, T-Bone got his, and, and Zoe and Beetle both got theirs, and uh, there was an extra – well, there was – this uh, extra garment left that happened to be in my size, and I said, "Ooh, I really like that," and I'm taking it. So, thank you, Michelle. Oh, I thought. Oh no, Beetle didn't get one. I don't know. Uh, well, Milliken didn't get one. I thought that was for me, Michelle. What I don't. Happened? I don't know who didn't get what, but all I know is I got this, and I'm very happy with it. Oh well, I'm glad. Yes, thank How's you. How's your morning show going? <laughs> It's early. You're not listening, huh, Michelle? Yeah, yeah thanks for listening. Well, Unbelievable. No, I I wake up too late because I go to bed so late, but I uh, promise yeah. I'm calling in next week. Okay, all right, that'll be good. What do you okay. got What do you think um, what do you think about today, Michelle? What are you looking forward to in this game? Oh, 
it's such a weird day, isn't it? Yeah. I don't even know how to feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want him gone, but I feel bad for him because of everything he's been hearing about himself. Yeah, I never feel bad for somebody who makes $25 million a year. Yeah, that person does know, not need your true. pity. Hey, Nantucket. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I'm looking. Um, I don't know the weather out there. I don't know what they're going to be playing in. Um, I, I'm just looking for them to win. I really want them to get panic. Um, I don't care about his age. I think his um, knee injury, I, I think he'll be fine. I really do. Um, I like him the most. But um, my curiosity is, um, if I don't know about the game. But I, I, my thing is when Bill leaves, um, whoever comes back, whoever comes in, I'm thinking a, a Brable type or um, they're going to do something with Mayo. But if they do bring Josh back in, how, how does that work with um, Bill O'Brien? And do old players or, um, or do other players in the league see us as changing and now is it easier for us to get better players coming in because there is now going to be some sort of change? Well, I, I don't think it's going to affect it all that much in terms of the, uh, you know, who's coaching here. It has mostly, I think it has mostly to do with are you willing to spend the money on free agents, if that's what you're talking about, getting players in, yeah. and whether yeah. or not whether or not that person is going to be able to make a difference. Let's face it, you know, not, not every team was in on DeAndre Hopkins because not every team – uh, you know, had had that need for his particular skill set at wide receiver. But if you do, and, you know, there's a player out there that's being courted by several teams, are you willing to pay that player what that player wants to make in order to play football? And if you do, chances are you'll get him. I mean, I, I think we overthink this probably too often. It's like, oh, who wants to play there? Who wants to play there? Guys will play in Green Bay. Guys will play in, in teams. We've seen guys go to Arizona and Tampa and everywhere else. Why? Money, and that's that's what ends up deciding it more often than not. I think, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. One more question. Okay. Is is the number one team for Belichick? Would it be Atlanta? Uh, I think that's a really good one. Yeah. I really? think that's a. I think that's a good sort of uh, under the radar one. I know, like I think Schefter had something that sort of vaguely connected, you know, Bill. But I, I think there's some talent on that roster, and I. I don't think that that's completely out of the realm of possibility. Now, I think there are going to be a lot of interesting teams that you can talk yourself into, like the Chargers, you know, with Herbert, um, and, you know, Washington with sort of a new regime and all that. And, yeah. You know, and there's going to be others that you don't even know right now. You know, a lot of people say that um, the Raiders would love to make a big swing, you know, something like that. With it. I, I think Atlanta is one that, you know, Tampa – if if Tampa loses today to Carolina and winds up outside of the playoffs, even if Tampa wins, I could see them making a change from yeah. from Todd Bowles. That's another one. He's got you know sp spends a lot of time down in Florida. It's perfect, right? <laughs> right back to Tampa. Talk about the symmetry. There you go. But yeah, I, I think that you could talk yourself into a lot of different places. But I, I agree with Hardy's point about the the free agency in the short term. If you pay more money than other teams are willing to pay, you're going to get them. Otherwise, yeah. right now. You don't have any inherent 
advantages. Yeah, right. that's what I wonder about with, I mean, we had 20 years in, in the explosion of, of social media and new media that have all happened, you know, from 2000 to now. I, I just, there is a part of me that wonders how a Patriots team that, you know, isn't dominant year after year after year kind of fits in to the landscape. Are they, you know, can they remain one of these big, you know, high drawing teams or, you know, it's, is it going to be harder if you're not so dominant being where you are geographically? I mean, I think that the fan base is really passionate here, but it's just, it's, it's hard to imagine what things are like without Bill Belichick and constantly kind of winning. Michelle, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Enjoy the game, guys. Okay. Thanks you too. Thank you. Uh, back, back, back to the emails here. Uh, Joe and Weymouth, uh, congrats on making a lousy football season palatable. Oh. A little bit negative at times, hard not to be, but entertaining. Here's what I hope for. Uh, listed most important from top to bottom. Okay? This is for a new host or for the new team? Uh, this is for today's game. Oh. And beyond. Game. Okay. Play well but lose. Maybe lose, a game, uh, maybe lose a close game while doinking a 60-yard field goal attempt at the end. I know I'm supposed to hate the Jets, but I want the better draft position. Number two, no injuries. Number three, keep Bill. Believe Bill's oh. hatred for the Jets could be his downfall as a win today I when the Grafts prefer down. a loss. Maybe the final straw. Ironically, losing today may save his job. See you next year, Joe and Weymouth. You know, I don't think anything to do with the outcome of today's game has anything <laughs> yeah. to do or with Or the Bill last, say, six or seven games. I, st- I still say that after you got the win against Pittsburgh – had you run the table, that would have given them reason to rethink things. That's just human. Yeah. That's just being human. It's a. Uh, it's kind of interesting to me. What uh, you know, if there I was do. one, if there was I, one, I know. <laughs> if there's one thing left from the dynasty right now, if there was one thing left right now. What is it? Jets, right? You've beaten them 15 straight times. That's kind of the only thing left, right? Like of. And so, if you it were still to end talking to, about this game, huh? no, but if it were to end today. It almost puts a period on on all of it, you know. I, like that's yeah. kind of if if it were to end today, th- there's nothing really left, and it's, well, you know. And then Bill leaves. It's, I want I want to thank the guys uh, in in studio for fixing the overtime. Avoid overtime. Avoid oh. or, or, overtime. That is a good key. Overtime okay. avoid. Now, oh, now I get it, um, Hardy. And just to um, like uh, finish up our, you know, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I think in the, after the Pittsburgh game. Um, I feel like, especially in retrospect, but I feel like you read this story about the Andrew Callahan, Doug Kide story about the dysfunction. Sure. And you see when that sort of started. Yep. Like February. <laughs> like, I think it's been over for a while. Like, I think unless they had like, you know what? I didn't think it was going to work either. They had a lot of dysfunction heading into the season and all of a sudden they went 11 and six. Well, you know, it's nothing to see here. They, they straightened it all out. I'm sure you guys talked about like if wh- whether they went four and thirteen or six and eleven or, you know, the foundation eight and was nine. Laid. Like the, the die th- this was is cast. dysfunction, and when we can't yeah. live with this. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much you guys did talk about that because it was what Thursday when it came out. Did you do much of it on Thursday's show? Yeah, yeah. we had yeah. a whole we had a whole show. We printed it and yeah. everything. Okay. Whoa. Mike, Mike had like highlighted, highlight, I highlighted, highlighted passages. I did. Uh, but I do think that, and again. Those stories, I understand, are often met with some skepticism because they're littered with in- anonymous quotes. But I do think there's a 
Are, I, is that so, is that who who, Don, who, who sometimes is that? The, the the Twix just goes and oh, for God. oh I was watching Don, that Sopranos Don, marathon. Don. I was watching that yesterday too. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. yeah. I, I you I don't know about you. I cannot watch fifteen minutes of one season two, episode three, and not be like Well now All right, I'm, I'm here. in. Well now I'm here. What show is it? Sopranos. Oh, 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 oh. Did you not watch the Sopranos? No, I well, you guys are probably going to attack me again I, for I not, not eating McDonald's. I will not attack you. No, I, I watched. Um, I recently. I hadn't watched it. I recently tried to, and I got into season one, and then I just kind of lost it. And I, I apologize. I walked I out of good. the studio one time with Andy Hart sitting in that chair. I almost walked out again with the McDonald's thing last <laughs> and week. And now, and I want to. This walk is what out did it. Right now. Blame me. Blame I watched me. The Sopranos for a few episodes, season one. I just kind of lost interest. You lost interest in The Sopranos, did you? I did. Huh. No, no. Oh. It, was, it was... Okay. All right. I know. I know. I'm terrible. Um, I, too, had all kinds of stuff from the Callahan story that I made separate notes on. But to oh. your point, Paul, about the organization, and it started not February, but last January, when Bill had no intention of running the search for... An offensive yeah. coordinator in I good just, faith. I yeah. loved my like, boy Jim Murray and Tony doing their little thing on that this week. And Tony's like, yeah, right. I want Bill. I want you to find a new offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I'm on that, boss. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I just feel like it wasn't done in, in good faith. They, they brought in, like, former, you know, Bill's former players and a guy who was already the offensive coordinator here. And who got it? Like, yeah. You didn't really open up any sort of new ground to, you know, explore opportunities to maybe better the offense or better the team. So I think barring an unexpected really strong season, I, I think Yeah. I think there was a, a I think there's a really good argument to be made that the Crafts knew that this was Bill's last year. Before the season as started. As soon as how we reacted to when they kind of took the reins right. that first week of the offseason and sent the letter to the fans and said things are gonna be different. And you know, it's just it's one of the it's been one of the hardest kind of things I, I've had to try to, you know, buy is the uh is the notion of Bill Belichick not wanting to do something and personally being like, Well, if that's how you want it, then it's gonna go bad and we'll just have to let it go bad then. You know, that kind of self defeating kind of way. That's one of the hardest you hear things how for Mike me to buy. Said that? You know how I read that? And we talked about it on Thursday. It's like, oh, all right. New offensive coordinator? All right. All right. That's a first round, Christian Gonzalez, defense. Second round, Keon White, defense. Third round, Mate Mapu, defense. Like, oh, let's see how your hot shot can do now. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't, like, think that that's that out of the realm of possibility. And, it, and it's not like he did it to some unknown. He did that to Bill O'Brien. Because he thought that Matt Patricia should sh still be there. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's why I think, barring some kind of a unforeseen, like, it, it, listen, some people thought it was going to work. You know? I didn't. I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't see any changes offensively. I didn't see any, like, noticeable improvements done to the offense the best you could say was they replaced guys with similar guys right yep that's not going to make you really discernibly better no and ultimately it didn't work um let's get back to the phones here we'll get oh, back to TJ the emails and nj too. i haven't heard from him in a while okay well let's talk to tj and nj right now tj what's going on thanks for uh, calling the uh, patriots pregame show fueled by duncan Thank you, thank you. I, I, I haven't called for a while, uh, Paul, because I usually listen to stay late. I'm never live, but I wanted to make sure I call in today. Uh, 
and wish you guys a happy new year and let you know my three wishes for 2024. Okay. In order, number one is bringing Hardy back for the pre and post game show. Yeah, oh, thank you. You guys are working on it, but got to get that done. Uh, number two is to bring Bill Belichick back. I know we all think he's gone. I probably think he's gone too, but you know, I said for many years and Bill, I trust. And it's just not right to say, Bill, you trust when it's going well and when it's not going well, you know, jump off the bandwagon. I was in favor of giving Brady whatever he wanted uh, for as long as he wanted, given what he did for us. And I feel the same way about Bill. And number three, I'd love to lose to the Jets um, and get the top three pick. So those are my wishes. Um, Marty, I look forward to four hours post-game show. It is the last time. I don't think any of you are funny. I don't. I don't find the least amount, a bit of humor in that whatsoever. Be a little TJ. something extra in the envelope this Thank week. <laughs> TJ, thanks for the call. Man. Thanks, TJ. I didn't do the work I did to not have the four-hour go show. But that was an actual. That was a discussion about having a long. Uh, How do you do the emoji with the eyeballs? It was decision. Eyeball emoji. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, Hardy. I don't know what. To- I thought it was a ruse. That I was willing to partake in, but I do that's making it seem like it's reality. Uh, Four hours. I do try to be a funny guy. I appreciate. <laughs> TJ's oh, you were trying to. Oh, yeah, I'm in on that. Four hours. I appreciate TJ sticking to the and Bill we trust because there's a certain uh, smug satisfaction in hearing from an imbill I trust guy. It's like, but I can't trust him anymore. I'm like, yeah, see? Yeah, change your tune, see? But TJ's like, no, you trust him for 20 years. I trust him now. That is not a unique perspective. There are plenty of people, and I don't think there are people who are watching every snap of every game and really, really paying attention, but there are plenty of people who just take the overall view of, this guy won six Super Bowls with this team over the course of oh. nearly twenty years, and you're not gonna. And oh. now you're gonna fire him. It does. When you just say it that way, it does seem a little silly. Yeah, and this I had a awesome. that the the pictures are starting to come in, Oof. and it, it really does look like a snow. Globe. That looks great. Um, oh, I love it. But yeah, I you know today I do love it. Um, because we're not in the press box. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of times, like, if it was a big game and it was an important yeah. game, I don't really like games to be. I know yeah. I'm in the minority on that. Like, Andy Hart used to argue with me tooth and nail. Love a good weather game, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, you want it to be? No, I want the teams straight to, up. Yeah, and the better team wins, not right. the team that didn't get that slipped. Handled, yeah, that handled yeah. the elements better. Yeah. Um, but today, you know, with nothing really on the line, yeah, it'd be fun to watch a game like this. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> The, the the bill thing and and just because I disagree with it doesn't mean it's any different. I do agree with you. I find it admirable, and th- and there are a good amount of people that this guy did all he did for twenty four years, and I'm sticking with him. I I find that loyalty admirable, and we've had a handful of callers like that during the the last few weeks of the show. We've had yep. a couple today. Yep. There, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Well, and there are some what I would call normal people who just, you know, watch football and don't make it their life's work to talk about it <laughs> and argue about it Imagine and things that. like that. Boy. Bill Burr is among them, another Canton guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bill Burr is like, yeah. people are nuts. Yeah. It's like an invent. Now, this is where he's wrong. He says it's an invention of, like, sports talk radio okay. to talk about firing Bill. Yeah. Now, so, that is, yeah, right. and I'm glad, that's wrong. I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to someone about this this week. That, to me, is different than the fans who are living and dying with every play and watching every game. And we're doing, you know, we're doing primetime game, postgame shows that are like, you know, in the middle of the night somewhere and people are 
chiming in to vent. Those people are understanding everything that's going on with the football team. Right. All due respect to Bill Burr, who I'm sure is a Patriots fan, is not living and dying with every personnel move. No. Okay? Those guys can't understand why we'd even be talking about this because they haven't seen right. the, the like the absolute collapse of the foundation that's yeah. been going on for five years. Yep. This goes back to Brady's last years. Um, and, and that's why, like, you, you go on the talking heads on ESPN, like the Orlovskis of the world who are – like grinding tape and watching everything sort of say there's some things that are broken. Whereas like the Stephen A. Smiths are like, what are you talking about? Why would you even be thinking about getting rid of this guy? Cause they're not paying attention. Nope. Well, one one of the things I think you could point to, and I, I pushed back on this, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago when Burt Breer brought it up about how Bill is still as an X's and O's guy, as a, as a game plan guy, still among the very best and in that Callahan article, I think it was mentioned how yeah. guys will say, like, <clears throat> in a meeting, he will say what a team is going to do, and then sure enough, you know, they go out there and do it, but we just don't do what we're supposed to do, and it's amazing. And that, and my pushback was this. It's like, I've been watching this team all year. Is it is it fair to, like, maybe just raise your hand and say, I don't know if he's a great X's and O's game plan coach anymore just based on the actual results of the game? Like, no, 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 no. I'm willing to concede that now because enough people say it and enough people believe it to where I, I'm with you. I, I, I think there is – I'll just grant you that. Yes, in terms of putting together a game plan based on the opponent, fine. He's still in the best in the world. How important is that? But, well, maybe that's the better argument then. Okay, so you know what the other team is going to do. Can you coach your team – to not fall into those traps. That was even part of the Callahan it. story. Like that whole thing, like at the end when the guy has the thing, you know, like he tells us what the other team's going to effing do, and then we go out there and we can't effing do it. Right, yeah. right. You know? So, right. so that is one part of, you know, what it means to be a head coach. It's managing the players, it's coaching them in a certain way, it's hiring the staff, and all these things. Forget about personnel, forget about draft day. There are. 20 other things that you have to do in addition to coming up with the game plan that I think you could argue or not even argue. It's just fact that Bill's not great at and hasn't been for a couple few years. So wonderful. He he knew exactly what was going to happen on that third and six against the Steelers. Great. There's more to the job than that. Right. Well, then it's acquiring players that can execute what you're telling them to do. And that's acquiring what the players, coaching to. the players right. to do it, it, getting the players the to go along with you. The coaching part, to me, I think, does not get enough attention. I okay. think everybody is like, well, yeah, they've really struggled. You don't get Mike on the draft. Like, no. we, we could really derail the rest of the show if we get Mike on the draft. Swing and a miss. The draft missteps. That's huge. And that's the biggest reason why they're where they are, is the personnel has dropped. But I think that you could make strong arguments that Bill the coach has not been as good as Bill the coach has been in the past. Okay. Like yeah. just the, you know, and I'm not talking specifically about game plans or X or whatever. Just, you know, I'm going to go for this fourth down. I'm not going to go for that fourth down. Uh, I'm going to, I think that we, we need to run the ball here uh, in this situation. I'm not going to even try to score at the end of a half. I'm not going to try to double up and get you know, get an extra possession, like that kind of stuff. There's, yeah. there's a lot of things that go into coaching that are beyond just the X's and O's, which I agree with most people. He is the best. Mm. 
He's the best. One X's of the and O's. one of the things that you said, Paul, that I and I give you credit every time. I've been using it for a week now. I thought was brilliant. This isn't good. No, it was it was such a wonderfully like Paul Perillo common sense observation that I've utilized. Uh, as this team continues to fight and they're in close games and it's like the players still play for them. And Paul said, well, name me a team that has quit. Like this year, last year, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, huh. We, we had we had Antoine you, in and, and I asked him that. He's like, no. He goes, they're out there, especially defensively. They compete. They just turn the ball over constantly because they don't have good players on offense. And most players do continue to play. Are they playing for the coach? Well, they might be playing for their next contract. Right. They might be playing just because it's in their competitive nature. But it is, it's quite the anomaly when a team just flat out quits on the coach, like universally across the board. So the Chargers. Like Thursday night game, they just decided I can't play for this guy anymore. and <laughs> We're going to figure out a way to get rid of him. We're going to get up 63 tonight. But after that? After that, they just played regular games again, just right. like they have been all along. But it was like a game. And, and and to say that, you know, they're still playing for Bill, I think gets, I it's it's a it's a bit of a, it's kind of a, a, a hollow accolade I, I think to like, give to a coach. Like the Thursday night game, and I've had, I, I was actually in a in a pissing match uh, before oh. this, this uh, show started today with one of my buddies. Who is telling me how badly That's the hot. Jets are going to roll over today? And they might. The Jets. I, I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they would. Maybe they're just de- determined to to lose today. The Jets. They certainly. I mean, I think the Patriots are going to win this game because I think. I'm sorry, we're not at the end of the show yet, but I think they have. You know, the whole Bill thing, the Slater thing, the snow. Like I just think everything is favoring the Patriots, and I think they're going to want to go out that way. I just. I push back on the whole. The other teams are, are quitting and the Patriots aren't because, like, that Thursday night game, that the last game the Jets played was in Cleveland. And what happened? They came out and they turned the ball over a million times. They fell behind by a million points. They ended up coming back a little bit. Now, they never got back into the game, like, where they could win it or, or, or get really competitive, but the effort was still there. Yeah. And that's, like, an example of they, they tanked it. They, they packed it in. The Patriots turned the ball over four times in the first 18 minutes of the game. That wasn't because they weren't trying. That was just because they're not very good. Like, how do we determine these things? Now, I don't think the Patriots were tanking. I don't think the Patriots packed it in against Buffalo. I think they, they're just not very good. That's why they turned it over four times. Yeah. I don't think it's because they weren't. Do you guys think it's because it was a lack of effort? No, no. no but I, I don't know how we determine the Jets' turnovers, 32 of them, by the way, were because of a lack of effort. The Patriots' turnovers, which is like 27, not a lack of effort, just not very good. Like, why? Yeah. Well, be, What's the difference? Because you're a fan of one and not the other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like Trent Brown, maybe. I don't think he's playing hard for the team You think? Anymore. You think maybe Trent Brown? And, like, when, when Washington— now, why, do you, why do you say that? Like, when Washington has players that decide <laughs> they're not playing, right? What's the difference between that and, like, Hunter Henry going on IR in, in Week 18? Like, and I don't think Hunter Henry's ducking it. I think if he could play today, he'd be out there. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Pepper's out there. But Pete, and there he is right on the screen. He could easily have taken today off. Like, I don't think these guys, Calm I don't down. think guys just quit anywhere near as often as most fans <clears> think <throat> that they, they do. I think these guys are out there. Jeez, I, I don't know if this is going to be Slater's last game or not. He just, <laughs> the refs are getting out like, of He's shaking ma- hands with the refs. He's making out with the ref. And there's another guy, it. David Andrews, is also in that graphic uh, today with the uh, 
with alongside Slater. I wonder if this is his last game too. If it is, he's going to be totally lost in the wash of Slater and maybe Bill and which is a shame. And it was also Matthew. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead. Oh, and by the way, one final thing on this whole competitiveness and still playing hard and all the one-score games. That was another thing you brought up last week, Paul. It's like most of these games are one-score games. And a lot of these teams, as we saw the Patriots do for years, uh, don't try and run up the score because you don't have to. And the games can become a one- or two-score game just because the right. opponent stops trying on offense because they don't need to score more. But yeah, right. I think I, I looked it up at one point, and I think – Seven out of the eight one-score losses by the Patriots, the Patriots scored last in. Yeah, yeah. Something okay. I, I, but I'd have to go back and look that and make sure. But So I want to run this by Marine Matt, but here's James what I would White? like to do. Is that James White right there? Wow. Sweet feet. Sweet feet. Uh, Pan up. <laughs> we're we're going to talk to Kevin and Kendall, and then we're going to do the over-unders. you like that, Matt? Let's do it. We'll start with Kendall in North Carolina. Kendall, what do you got for us? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Hey. Thank you, thank you. Um, got a quick question. If Bill does come back, how does Proud present that in a letter to the fans? Like, what? how do you think that would come out? Mm. If, and then, number two, the second part of it is, do you think the longer that it goes on without a decision or whatever, you think that's, that's, that probably looks good for better chicks? Thank you. Maybe. I mean, I, I would. I would. I. I mean, they they moved quick on that letter last year, but I think they they painted themselves into a little bit of a corner. It's hard to think about if they retain Bill. What the talking points are of why um, outside of we're, we're going to completely remake the offensive side, offensive side of the ball again. I that I mean that's the best mm-hmm. I could kind of come up with. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, know I what that. I don't know how that whether uh, that letter would read. I don't know how it would be delivered. Uh, I would not be surprised if there were no letter this year because the letter was uh, was under such scrutiny last year that maybe so they just go without a letter this year. A John Deere letter. <laughs> John Deere? You mean Dear John? It's a, it's a dumb and dumber joke. Oh, okay. oh, you know, I've never seen that movie in its entirety. Well, we found one, Hardy. <laughs> it took to the last show. We found a movie you haven't seen. I've not seen Dumb and Dumber. Uh, dumb, I've seen probably. Look the studio on this, yeah. man. Okay, I'm right sorry. out of nowhere, I'm she sorry. sends me a John Deere letter. It's uh, it's nasty out there, man. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to you this game. I'm not going to be able to see anything from the press box. Well, I never can anyway. You guys have to tell me what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not from that press box. You can't Hoth. see much. All right, Kevin in San Francisco, before we do the over-unders, what do you got? Hey, guys, real quick. Uh, one of the other callers has called up and said uh, has three wishes for 2024. I'll give you my three quick, and then I'll hang up. Number one, Hardy has to come back for next year. Top priority. Number two, I hope not only the Patriots lose today, I hope they get embarrassed. Oh. And number three, I hope they hand Bill a cardboard box before he gets to his office. Oh, oh that really took a turn. Wow. 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 All right. Thanks, Kevin. You know what kind of resonated with me was just the uh, from the Rappaport thing of talking about uh, Pat Bowling back with the Broncos saying, I just I want my team back. And that kind of resonated with me of just, you know, everything that goes with the, this organization here. I can see the crafts just saying we want our team back. Well, that was kind of profound, Deuce. Um, Thank you. I felt, I, I felt it. I'm not Is familiar they, with the Pat Bowen quote. You have to talk to me. Well, he was. A, a I think he was saying when he uh, when it came time to, to move on from Mike Shanahan. And, oh. You know, had had a coach there for a while who's kind of become the personality of the team and. You know, the, the owner gets ready to, to take their team back. We even had a false start in warm-ups. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, is there somebody here within the organization that is known as the angel of death, the person that does walk around with you oh. with, with, the, with the red folder and the cardboard box? 
Is there like one person, uh, if you see them walking through the cubicles, you're like, oh, no. No. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, yeah, we got Tom Brady weighing in on IG for Slater, too. Love you, Slate. So proud of you. So, yeah, he's watching. It's kind of kind of condescending. Yeah. So proud of I, you. I, it, proud I don't know you. if you're being serious, proud but I, I thought the same thing. No, I just, it's, what, what are you, you're proud of me? For I play, but I'm a player guy. just like I'm you are. I'm a teammate, yeah. Well, I, why are you proud of me? <laughs> right. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Proud of you, Hardy, for that new job. I'm proud of you. Well, you did it. Milliken said that he was proud of me once. I said, shut up, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, both on both ends. A <laughs> little aggressive on your part, but so can't believe he would say it to, yeah, to you. <laughs> Do you think Bill's going to wear the uh, Slater sweatshirt? Or I, I think this is. I'm kind of interested. What's Bill going to wear today? I kind of do. Oh, right. for once you're interested <laughs> in what Bill's going to wear. So today. quote, I'm kind of interested in what Bill's wearing today. What if he comes out in like a hoodie from the nine? You know, like the original hoodie. Like the, I don't know. I'll read. I, I'll read way too much into it. I, I know it's about the clock more than anything. But can we do the over under? So I feel like this show yeah. will come to an end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's time for this week's edition of Over Unders. You're over me. When were you under me? Matt, what happened last week? And uh, where are we on the season? One more game. Paul and Hardy, three and three. Mike, two and four. Season totals. Mike, 48 and four. Oh, hold on. Let me do this right here. Paul, 51 and 45. Mike, 48, 48. Hardy, 47 and 49. Ooh, right down to the end. I mean, you, Hardy. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, it, it's a battle for a second. There's no way Paul gives it up here in the one game with a, with a three-game lead here. But it's a battle for second place. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Total first half points for the Patriots, seven and a half. Wow, that's a good number. That's a good number, and I'm going to go under because it looks like it's snowing a lot. Thank you. I'm taking the over. Paul, positive Paul. I think there'll be some defensive points on the board. There you go. Okay, well, uh, I do believe this is a battle for second, so I will go opposite Deuce's pick. Go with Paul. I will take the over. Touche. Total first half points for the Jets. Six and a half. I'll take the under on that. Even DraftKings gave up on this game. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, your, I'm, your, I'm your Huckleberry. Okay, hold on let's a second. Do let's hold do it. No, let's do it. It's like rock, whatever paper, you, scissors. Whatever you take, I'll take the opposite. Mm, whatever you got. Whatever really? You got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I'm going under. Give me that over, baby. And total, <laughs> total touchdowns, two and a half. <laughs> um, I will go over on two and a half touchdowns. I'm going to go over as well. No, well, it's not your turn, is it? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm under. What is he doing over there? He's not taking this very seriously. I'm going I, for it. He's making a mockery of it. Yeah, he is. No, I'm going for it. I mean, I did it. It's one, it's one thing to do it like once. No, it's Wicked Snowy Guy. Okay. So, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. You, you guys are both under on this? No, I'm over. Okay. Over me? I think you were, <laughs> were you under me. Third quarter points total, six and a half. That's just points in the third quarter? Correct. Uh, I think, teams. Oh, I think the snow's going to be miserable by that point. I'm going to go under. Cold, chilly. I'll take the under on that one, too. By that time, the teams will have settled into uh, say, let's just get out of here. Right. Let's run the ball. Really starts to get cold out there. They'll ask uh, They'll ask Ben Dreith to just keep the clock running. Who? Over. Hardy returns as host half next year. Yep. Oh, geez, how how are we how are we ever to know this? Um, well, if he's back, 
So you mean how many <laughs> times he returns as the host? No, well, it's, it's Hardy coming back as the host next yes year. Or, Let's so take a, our bets on it. This is a yes or no answer. Correct. Right? I just put it as a half. Okay, so I'm going to say no. No. Oh, look at the, Mr. Kraft with his, uh, his Slater there you shirt. Go. I don't understand how we determine this after the game. No, we can't. Uh, it won't be determined until you return. So maybe if there's a tiebreaker, we'll have to wait till so the summer. So you're saying this summer. chance. Uh, well, yeah, I'll come back for a game. I'll go over. What'd you guys do? <laughs> I'm going to say no. So under. Paul? I said no. Okay. Total score, 30 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over on this. That's an under for me, please. That's an under for me, too. All right. But very slightly. Yeah, yeah. Could be interesting. We could have uh, interesting. Interesting and interesting. Interesting and interesting. Interesting and interesting. Very good. Uh, emails here. We have uh, Lyndon, previously of Colton, California. Been a while since I've written. Been a loyal listener for 15 years. Um, today will be my boys, Ethan and Micah's. First football game. We're here to celebrate Micah's eighth birthday. Oh, boy. Despite the crummy weather, the boys are super pumped to be here. We're hoping Slater and Bill Belichick get an appropriate send-off and blow out the Jets. Uh, there's no chance they do any kind of video anything for Bill today, but do you expect one for Slater? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I really have uh, have no idea, but sh- maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I sort of do, yeah, and I do not have the information on it. Okay. No, I All don't. Right. I, I would tell you. You guys should ask things when you're here during the week and find things out about the team and the <laughs> game nah. and the game ops. Nah. Are you get, That's a look know. you're giving me now. No. Now you're giving me a look. Sounds like work. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm lookless. Uh, Stephen Conway. I had another uh, wonder about the possibility of Coach Belichick moving on and what it will look like. Do you think his son's fate will figure in at all? For example, heard someone speculating that Gerard gets elevated to head coach Bill O'Brien stays as OC. Does Bill then say, I'll make this easier on the organization if Steve gets the D.C. job? No, I, I, I'd, I'd expect if Bill went somewhere that he would probably take Steve with him. I think. At, point, at some point, Steve's going to have to go work somewhere without Bill. Yeah. If he wants to yeah. really do and I, this. And I do think that that might be better for him if Bill were to say, yeah, like, Steve, you can get a job somewhere. Go somewhere and, and, yeah. and find a job. But Sp- spread your wings. I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that the emailers, you know, sure. scenario unfolds, you know. And yeah. I think Mayo and Steve Belichick get along pretty well. Yeah. So I, I don't think it would be the dumbest thing to have them stay together. Um, Mark in Somerset, New Jersey. I still want to see Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator with a restructured staff around him. Uh, a long shot. But I will accept – New head coach and regime as well. Yeah, I'm sure Bill O'Brien would like to have some say in who his coaches are next season, yeah, too. that would be fun. Wow. Um, we're getting custom hoodies for Hardy's last show, too. <laughs> That's from Jackson. Oh, that would have been good. I love a hoodie. I do love a hoodie. I, I, uh, I think Fred's on it. You've been reading yeah. the emails. I mean, the texts. I did. I did. Um, oh, Fred, you guys having private conversations? With boss someone? man Fred Kirsch. Yeah. Um, he says... I'm wearing a hoodie that says Hardy, husband, father, host, <laughs> talks about music, <laughs> and everybody loves a donut. A donut. <laughs> so thank you That's for good, that. Fred. Thank good. you for that. Um, all right, wait, before we get to the six-pack, a couple more emails here. Hardy, Deuce, Tamara, and Paul, thank you for all uh, you've been doing this season. Uh, Hardy, I love the sass. 
please come back. And now, Deuce, what are you thinking by saying, maybe I can see the second-round pick for defense? Goodness, no. We need so much on offense. Offensive tackle, quarterback, guard, receiver, running back, tight end. It is a shorter list to lay out than we don't. Uh, what we don't need. Please don't talk like that. I'm sorry. No, you're right. That's you're from right. Gretchen. You're right. I misspoke a little bit. But, I, you know, generally I just say those first two days got to go to offense. And the, the only possible exception, you know, in the third round maybe. I, I, I agree with you on the second round. But that's the only thing I could possibly see being a defensive need is if you got a real stud pass rusher. Yeah, ideally, you're, you're using all, all the picks on offense. But Mike is right. You have to have an open mind when you when the picks come around. You can't just say, nope. I, this guy is, you know, rated to be 30 picks higher than that guy, but that guy yeah. plays defense, Kinda so like I can't Barmore. take him. You know, can't Barmore, do that. Barmore, I mean, again, and, I mean, you can point to all the misses that they had, um, you know, over the last couple of years, but, I mean, Barmore was one where, you know, not totally on everybody's radar, but a really good player who fell through the cracks that they went up and got, like, you know, it's paying off for him now. Uh, Jake in Australia needs some Duncan. This 4 a.m. wake-up is rough. Oof. Well, don't I know. And it's summer there, too. It must be weird seeing the snow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy. Uh, Matt in Oregon. The rebuild does not start until Bill leaves. He may be the GOAT, but his time has passed. Hardy, we're going to miss you. Come on. Can we get one more crusty laugh? I can't. Oh, I have the ribs preventing that? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Oh, I haven't done it in a while. Jackie. We can save that for hour three of the postgame show. The joke that just keeps on going. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Time to do the Sunday six-pack. <laughs> this is the Sunday six-pack. So kick back and listen to my position. I'm itching to get the picks back. You better bring a big stack. Don't get it mixed, Jack. I came to win it. Yeah, this is the Sunday six-pack. I'm glad to see my numbers matched up with Matt's numbers and everything is right. I, I actually went through, which I normally don't, and checked the games last week. And, uh, well, Matt, tell us what happened. Well, it's a good thing Paulie checked my stuff before you got here. Everybody went 4-2. and two. He yes. had you and I going 2-4. and four. <laughs> Did he really? He did. How can you not do this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? What? I get the numbers confused. <laughs> Numbers are hard. They they are very hard for me. The only way he ever gets them all right is when we all pick the same the same way, <laughs> and then he has us all wrong. <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> all right, well. all right. Everybody went four and two last week, bringing the season totals to Mike forty nine thirty six and five, Hardy forty seven thirty eight and five, Paul forty forty five and five. All right, so this is not a battle for a second. This is I'm, ta- I'm oh, taking yeah. a, I'm no, taking I'm taking a run at it. I'm going to yeah. play the role of spoiler. I'm yeah, taking yeah. a run yeah. at it, and yeah. I have a system. I'm not betting against you necessarily, okay. Okay. Mike. I okay. have a system for Week 18 games in the NFL. So you go first. All lead right. us off, Matt. What is the first game we're picking today? 1 p.m. The seven and nine Minnesota Vikings at the eleven and five Detroit Lions. Detroit minus three and a half. I am going to take Hardy's Lions minus three and a half, please. I hate doing it, but I uh, love the underdog in certain games and matchups, so I will take the Vikings today. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings, too, just because I don't know if Detroit is really going to play hard. I know they say they are, but I'm, I don't know. I think they got to rest some dudes. The 7-9 and nine Atlanta Falcons at the 8-8 eight and eight New Orleans Saints. New Orleans minus three. Now, can we go back? Like, should I go first? Yeah. Go back to the normal order? Yeah. What okay. Are you, uh, yeah, what are you that's okay. About? That's all right. I'll allow it. Thank you. Mike went for. 
Did I go yeah. second that time? Yeah, and I thought you guys yeah, were no. doing it. Oh, we scolded no, I'm them. Sorry. Then, no, 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 no. I, I screwed it up. I, you didn't. You didn't. I just thought you guys were doing that for your little mono. No, mono. no, no, no. We're doing you know, if we had if we thing. had the little like uh, symbols at the bottom, I would be X eliminated from play. There you go. Yeah. I could go six and zero, oh, and you guys could go zero oh and six, and I'd still. You're still playing hard for yourself, though, Paul. But I, but I'm playing I'm playing the string out. <laughs> I'll take the Saints, New Orleans. Uh, I am taking the. Uh, Atlanta Falcons getting three points in New Orleans. Ooh, yeah. Who'd you take? I, I can't play on this one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Falcons too. You both took the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> you wonder why I can't do this right. <laughs> well, if you write down the answers, just as so we you know, go. that doesn't have anything to do with why you can't do it right. <laughs> Uh, 4 p.m. games, the 9-7 Los Angeles Rams at the 12-4 San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco minus four. I am up first, huh? Correct. <clears throat> I will take the Rams on the road. I will take the four points. Um, I will go with the 49ers on this one. Nice. Nice. Mike is right. 49ers. The 11-5 Philadelphia Eagles at the 5-11 New York Giants. Philly minus five. Oh, boy. I'm back up. Uh, I'm going to take Philly minus five. I am going to take the Giants to cover. I just don't like what I've seen from Philadelphia, and uh, I can't lay five points with them. I think they'll win, but I'll take the Giants. I, too, am taking the Giants. There's a pattern developing if you've been following along at home with my picks today. So uh, Paul and I are on the Giants. So when you went first, you, did you have to sort of <laughs> – try to guess which way he was going to go? No, I have a... He's got a system. I have a He's system. Still even paying no, but, it's, but it's a very good system. It's, it's like system. garlic. It's a very good system. It like liquefies in the pan. Sunday Night Football, the 10-6 and six Buffalo Bills at the 11-5 Miami Dolphins. Buffalo minus three. Paul, that's you? Yeah, I will take the Bills, but I don't feel great about it. I, I just feel like Miami's more banged up. Buffalo's not playing well. He did, they didn't play well the last two, the last two games, but Miami's missing a lot of key personnel. They are, and I think it's um, – I hate doing this. I really hate doing this. But i got to stick to my system. I hate this as much as I did picking the Vikings. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm on the Bills with Paul. i got to stick with what I've been saying all week. The 6-10 and 10 New York Jets at the 4-12 and 12 New England Patriots. New England minus 1.5. This is a real outlier for these games today. Ah. Uh, Yeah, I think the Patriots are going to just do a little bit to undo themselves a little bit. I think Bill is obviously coaching with a lot to coach for playing today. Hard. They're playing hard. And they're playing hard for him. Good point, Paul. You know, you don't see that anywhere else. <laughs> I will take the Patriots plus one and a half. Yeah, I'm on the Patriots too. Just, oh, and they're gonna and they're going to win uh, uh, eleven to eight. Uh, it just um, uh, and they, you know for. The, the actual pick, which means yeah, they are minus one and a half, minus plus one, one and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll lay the one and a half. Yeah. They're winning by three. Yeah. I'm 11 gonna, to eight is the final. I'm going to take the Patriots, too. Just uh, hard to see them losing, even if it's just Slater. That it's his last game. Uh, I got the Patriots 17-14. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I will make it unanimous. I feel like nice. there will be a slew of Jets turnovers in this game, um, which obviously means they quit. Um, so I'm going to say 20 to 9. A lot of field goals in Nine. this one. Although with all the snow, the field goals might be difficult. Can't but 20 to it. 9. 
Actually, I had the I had the over and all that. I got to root for more points. And yeah, I want to. I'll keep it eleven and eight. It's not eleven uniform. to eight. Eleven to eight. <laughs> what is your uh, score prediction? Twenty to nine. 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 There we go. My professional is. life is like at a nine. Yes. My personal life. Is that a, what did Papa Bowie say? A six. Papa Bowie. Yeah. Papa Bowie. Papa Bowie. All right, final thoughts leading into uh, today's contest, gentlemen. Oh, boy. Uh, you guys don't have to walk on the concourse at all, do you? No. We you were never go outside. Oh, well, kinda just ish to the elevator, on the way to the elevator, but that's, but that's it. it. It's, a, it's slick out there. I want everyone to be careful. Yeah. That's number one. Just want to take it all in and, uh, you know, hope for a good last game. Hopefully a nice send-off for Matthew Slater, I guess, right? Eh, I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Okay. <laughs> what would constitute a? I, 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 he recovers a, a muff okay, fumble punt okay. return in the I'm end sorry. zone, and the well, crowd just goes crazy. Right, something like that, like a big play for Matthew Slater. Just a nice send off for him. That'd be drop fun. kick. That'd be fun. He's gonna, he's yeah, gonna do something a drop like that. Kick. Something like that. Wouldn't that be something? Huh? Something historic. I saw Jack. Jackie's here. Jackie Slater. So, yeah, read between the lines. Uh, just apropos of nothing, I spoke with someone earlier. Um, I won't say when or where, but uh, someone who had some interesting knowledge on the Jack Jones oh. front oh. earlier this oh. year. He's saving this for the last minute of the show. Uh, His last two minutes ever well, of pregame show magic. I, I don't know if this is common knowledge or not, but um, during the actual like um, figuring out of what was going to happen to him legally mm-hmm. after the guns at the airport, I said, come on. you know, he'd, He knew what he was doing, though. And he said, absolutely not. <laughs> Apparently, the surveillance footage, you know, they look at all the stuff. It's like, how did he come to the airport? It's like, yeah. Got everything my good. guns and I'm going on a trip. Right, right. And like, didn't know. They universally across the board believe he had no idea those guns were in there. And um, broke down when they found them in the bag. Yeah. Like, it was. I done messed up now. Yeah, seriously. Like. Just he said, it's never been more obvious to him about one of these cases, and also for everyone who was in an uproar about it, he goes, it happens all the time. Yeah, so don't like to talk. Keep, about keep track it. your guns. What all the no, time? No, I, I believe that. What I don't know and haven't really had anybody tell me is, do they always just get off with nothing? Oh, uh, yes, a lot of the time. I know some people who haven't. Well, I. Do you hire an attorney at all? Do you ju- do you just take what's given to you? Yeah. But I think you, if you know, for the people who do, you know, present some kind of a defense, it is not uncommon to get off with you know a probation or you said because it happens all the time. And on that not, note, not, <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's been a great sense. year. How many years? On the Five? How many Five? years? Oh, I don't know. How long you been doing it? How long you been doing it? Yeah, this is my fifth. Oh my so god! Six, six. Because you did it with Andy one year, right? Yeah. So six years—is that right? Six years of your life never get yeah. back. So eighteen Super Bowl year. So you have that in, uh, in common with all the rest of us. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, sorry, dude. Not all of us. Sorry, dude. All right, except for Mike. Final score for the final time. Ta- oh no, no that's for that's the post-game pros. show. That's not. That's not until. That's not until about yeah. eight <laughs> tonight. The joke that keeps on getting. We'll talk to you (laughs) in the post game. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. 
Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.